Wasteland. A pop culture podcast is back. Don Mesclavon joined as always by Nathaniel Garofalo. What is crapping in, people? Uh, we're back for our second. It, I mean, what, what do we call it? It's our second iteration. Our second. Yeah, we've we've uh, we've rebranded um, mm-hmm. the podcast. Famously rebranded. Uh, you know, after a hiatus, so it's an uphill a battle. Brief hiatus. It's an uphill battle. We we gotta reform. We gotta get a new audience in there. Um, but also not alienate our core audience that's been with our day ones, as it were. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look good for them, but we hope they'll stick <laughs> around. What does that mean? I, I mean, the day ones. It was a very, <laughs> that was another lifetime. Yeah, well, I mean, day ones for Wasteland anime, not day ones for like Wasteland as a brand. No, yeah, even Wasteland anime. I mean, day one, that was literally like, we're talking fucking season one of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. True that. Episode by episode, mind you. Well, I hope that there are some day ones still out there that just, they started with the show and they're like, you know what? I fucking like these guys. I hope so. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. But, uh, I mean, the f- only thing I need to know about right now, it's to continue our conversation last week where I posited, I mean, it's our, it's, it's a quote unquote segment that like a running thread that we're going to have throughout. And I, I, I asked, I asked you. Mm-hmm. Is snowfall cooking? Mm, right. Is it cooking? So yeah, is this how is this how we're gonna open the well, sh- I figured, open the shows? Yeah, that's how we'll open the shows. Okay. We'll get we'll get all that out of the way. That'll be our main discourse, you know. And then towards the end of the show, we'll be chipping, chatting, and one of us will like lay the gauntlet down. Like, I think they're cooking. I, is this person cooking? Let's find out. And then we have to. We delve into the next thing for the next episode. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. If that um, doesn't work for you, let me know because I am married to that. Like that is, yeah. that's a hard no for me. Right. Um. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I just watched it today. First three episodes Ugh. of Snowfall, which I guess it's, is it technically FX? No, it's for it's one hundred percent FX. What do you mean technically? Oh, I thought I read something that like initially it was Showtime and then FX picked it up. I could I, mm. I could be wrong. I don't know. Whatever, it doesn't it's matter. Possible. It's 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 an FX yeah. uh, show on Hulu. FX original series, baby. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but, okay. Yeah, it's on Hulu, but like, don't say it like it's it's like one of those things that where like it's not it a airs. Hulu original or right. whatever, no, 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 whatever no. they it call was a, it. Yeah, right. Whatever Hulu it's, calls it. It's an it FX original on Hulu. Either way. Yeah. One of my favorites. Let's let's hear it. Tear right, it apart, right, Daniel. Right. <laughs> let's get into it. Um cracking my knuckles if you can't hear it on mic. Mm. Um but yeah, this is one that you've been ringing the bells about for Goddamn right. a number of years and I have famously ignored you. Um, but look, now that we have this, uh, podcast, which is, um, a reason to do anything, yeah, um, to explore all avenues of pop culture. Yeah. And plus, I mean, a big motivator too, was that you said it just finished. Um, why does that, ma- well, I always wonder, like, because it, 
has happened to me before with certain long running series in the past where like, I'll, you know, there'll be like three or four seasons of some show and I'll like get into it. And it'll be a show that like, I'm not like in love with, but I'm like, Hey, this is a pretty good show. And I catch up to four seasons and then time passes like a year or two. And I'm just like, it just kind of leaves my world. And then even when it comes back, I'm like too much time has passed. I just like, it's not it for me. Um, Interesting. So like, I'm dubious of like getting into certain shows because I generally think that TV is like not very good um, right now, aside from like a few standouts, aside from a few standouts, like, man, I'm so glad we're going to be talking about television. I mean, for a good chunk of this episode, because I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum. I'm thinking, but like what like, aside from succession and like Barry is, severance. I'm not watching. I haven't seen severance. I haven't watched either, but I'm hearing great okay. things. And I know uh, the people in, come wait, on. wait, right. wait, yeah. Nathaniel, the yeah. parts, the pieces of these of these but, properties like they matter but like, this is okay but this is my problem though is yes i have not seen it's just my problem is that the conversation out in the ether is that is that tv is better than it's ever been but i largely don't believe these people because <laughs> I've seen like I, I, but you haven't watched the series. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The shows I know. That they're talking. I know. You look at but, it. And you're but, like, but I don't. Nah, no way. No but, way. But I nah. feel like you're kind of on the opposite. And I'm not saying I don't want to check out Severance because I feel like I do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you're on the opposite end where you're like, oh well, people are saying it. It must be like I don't trust. No, 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 no. People generally because I don't trust blindly. What I'm saying is I read critics. I look at the buzz it's sure. getting. Well. That type of thing. And also, I look at the people involved. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Severance is maybe a bad example for my case just because I have heard good things. Again, I haven't seen it, but that is one that I feel like I might actually enjoy. I I don't know Mm because I haven't seen it yet. But um, generally, I just feel like TV is like entered this phase of like everything kind of looks the same. Like there's just this like... TV quote TV cinematic format oh. where it's just like I don't know like everything just kind of seems the same and it's like you got these like slick looking shows that just don't really have any like real substance there like that's just kind of the huh. general vibe I get from TV so I, I feel like a lot of people my just theory is that a lot of people are like seeing these visually high quality cinematic TV experiences and they're good enough for people to be like, wow, there's a lot of it. Like, I don't want a lot of like fine shows. Like I want like a couple incredible shows. Like what, like, I just don't know what's hitting on the level of like, I, I, I hit, I hit you with this. Is it that because we are now in this age that we've lived through um, I mean, say what you will about it, but like NYPD Blue, West Wing, um, <laughs> yeah. like all these like really for their time groundbreaking shows that led to like The Wire, The Shield, 
um, mm-hmm. The Sopranos, Breaking Bad, that type of shit. So like it keeps leveling up to the point where we have this demand, this innate like uh, sort of like it's owed to us type of mentality when it comes to the television that we get. And what I'm sort of trying to get at is that like, we've leveled up to the point where we're getting great television, but we're like, ah, but it's not like, it's not scratching that itch that Mm. this show did when I first saw it, or this show did when I first saw it's not living up to what I imagined like this to feel like, or something like that, or even, we're getting so much great television that it's all sort of blending together because no one can watch everything. And mm-hmm. I'm watching this great shit over here. You're watching this great shit over here. And maybe one of us will check out the other eventually, but we pretty much stay in our own bubbles. So like mm-hmm. there are certain people where you're hearing all this chatter and you're like, I'm, it can't all be that good. And I'm sure that yeah. it's not some stuff will hit for you. Some I, stuff won't, but yeah, I'm thinking like, there's a lot of good shit out there. It's just, it's so much good shit that it's easier to just wave your hand and say like, it can't possibly be that good and keep it moving. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think you're probably right. I, I think maybe it's more of a thing for me of, I mean, kind of to, what you mentioned at the top of the show, kind of bringing it back to what we used to just talk about on the show was anime and that Mm -hmm. there's so much fucking anime and it can't all hit. quite a bit. It can't all hit. And it definitely doesn't. And that was like partially what what led to the rebrand of the show is like, there's just, there's too much of it. And if you're super into it, then you are just eating forever because it just never ends but like none of it's very good. Like it's just like a big buffet and like every once in a while you get your Vinland Saga adaptation, your attack on Titan. It just feels like your demon slayers, your skate, the infinities. Uh, 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 yeah. Um, you know, like the ones I those. mentioned for sure. Um, yeah, 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 definitely. Plus the ones I mentioned, maybe well, like foremost. Look, that's, say. that's maybe an, a conversation for, an mm. old podcast, but ocean waves. Um, I mean, we can still, that's the thing. It's all pop culture. We can yeah, still ocean waves. talk about all of this. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, I, that movie, I the know, potential ocean waves had like, oh, that's true. God. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, we're kind of just at a point now that we're focusing on like, um, all television and all, but movies and media and everything. It's like, it's, it's hard not to be, cynical about the because it's the output i think that is the troubling thing because it's like it's the same thing with movies and especially with the like from the disney marvel angle too not that i watch any of this shit but any any okay anymore but it's just like shots fired why why are you trying to piss off big disney Look, this is not a political podcast. Nathaniel's views are Nathaniel's. He does not reflect the views of Wasteland as a brand. Do they advertise? Uh, Do they advertise? Who gives a shit? What? Are we looking for access? You want Kevin Feige access? uh, Like, please understand that I am. I'm here to play ball. Like you talk to me. All right. All right. Fine. Yeah. Dom and I are separate entities on this podcast. But what I'm pointing at specifically is just like. There's 80,000 shows 
mm-hmm. right? It, it just coming from one entity. Um, but it's the same with all the streamers. It's like it, it's become a meme that Netflix just starts and cancels new series Facts. instantly. So people are like, hey, this one's kind of interesting for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it's like Facts. and then it's like, oh, we barely even got started and it's just done. And like I don't have like a news story ready to go or anything, but I a big thing on my Twitter timeline in the past week or so is this fucking like uh new I think it's on Amazon, this new like Russo Brothers produced show Citadel that's just getting roasted everywhere. I've never even heard of that. I wouldn't have if it wasn't for fucking Twitter, but it's it's basically we're in such ditter, different Twitter spheres. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know, but I don't. It, okay, it's just I'm, I'm typing in Citadel. I'm looking it up. Yeah, but so basically, I don't even know that it's a story, but it's just basically like it costs three hundred million dollars mm. to produce this show, which is insane for television for for anything really. Um, like it's I think one of the most expensive shows ever. Like at this point, and it's just like they got apparently nothing out of it because like everyone's like, this is extremely mediocre. Like it's just a completely run of the mill mundane kind of like completely unnoteworthy, just action, like soulless action thriller show. And it's just like, how is this what we're getting for all this incredible output and money being thrown around? Quick question. You said the entire series cost $3 million or an episode? No, I think whatever they had produced, like the whole first season or whatever, was I think like $300 million is what 300 I $300 million? Yeah, 300 Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck. yeah, yeah. And I'm just like... I was, I was going to throw out just for um, like... Uh, cor- not correlation, but to keep everything in sort of like, I don't know. Forget what I'm saying. Keep going. Um, Yeah, but it's just like it's furthering this sort of conversation of like, you know, because clearly that show only got made because of the Russo brothers, but that's kind of a separate conversation of like, what have they really done that anyone cares about since their like Marvel run? Like, it just seems like they've been on flop after flop. Um, Wait, this is like week number two of you coming in here, like just tearing down the Russo brothers. What's going on? Well, what like what are they? What's going on, Nathaniel? What's up? What are they doing? They got us. They got to produce something of note. Look, they directed those episodes of Community. They got good work for life with me. All right, sure. I I just feel like three hundred million in the hands of like several other showrunners could have produced like. 10, Maybe 10 different shows. I don't know. I, but that's the game, baby. Like, what do you, I don't know. That's Holly weird, man. Yeah. Well, uh, so, okay. No, no commentary on our commentary podcast of what I think could be done differently. It's just, Hey man, that's Hollywood. <laughs> hey, Gr- great hey. podcasting. I, I'm giving my I think hot I takes here. I'm, well, I think I solved it. I solved it. That's you are, Hollywood. You are very Has pro, anyone asked very that question? corporation. So we, yeah, you know what? Amazon, Amazon, Bezos, you're doing it all right. Keep on, keep on doing it. All I want is to suckle the teat of Big Daddy Disney. What? What's so wrong about that? Because if anything, you should too. Because, because that motherfucker, 
he cryogenically froze his head for the future. He's like but us, Nathaniel. Look, he's a visionary. Look, until they start, th- until they break off a piece of that 300 mil and throw it our way. Ugh, I, I, like, any day now. And to, like, if you want to buy me out, go for it. And I'll sing, what? I'll sing your praises all day. But until that. No, ha- I would never. I got to see what Timothy Chalamet's like. You're doing it for free right now. Is. I'm just saying, man, you're, you're making it easy for me. Okay. All right. Um, all, I forget. Look, all I'm saying <laughs> is, uh, I think there's too much output in the wrong uh, places. Clearly, uh, I would definitely, I would definitely agree with you. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah. There's so much. That was part of my argument. There's just so much out there right like, now that yeah. even if it is all great, no one has time for nine shows that are all amazing because. It's I just can't, you know, you just don't have the bandwidth Yeah, as much as you, I, you feel like you should or can. You just don't. Yeah. And like, I feel like you because you kind of touched on this earlier of just like. Oh, is it all like when it comes to new TV, is it like. I guess it's kind of calls into question, like, because sometimes I worry, I'm like, is there ever going to be. Like a show again in my lifetime that like tops the best of the best to me you know like i don't even know if it's possible but like is that just my bias of the past or it it can't be like if there's something truly great like surely no now here's the thing i am sort of in that same boat when i see something that may like break me that may like be like this watershed moment for me. And, and it's everything that I wish I could have said or done if I were ever given the opportunity to uh, run a show or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I stay as far away from it as possible. Mm, what? Like can I you give us an ex- and I, Can you give us an example? Atlanta. Oh, oh, okay. So you, you know this about me, right? Like we've talked about I, this, I think. I think so. I mean, remind me. So you haven't seen it. At all? No, and I'm a huge uh, Donald Glover fan. Yeah. Uh, loved him when uh, he was doing like the YouTube, uh, well, like all the early skits with the Derek Comedy guys, yeah. and then on Community, and then he's. I was like, oh shit, he raps too. Like I loved all his early mixtapes, even when he had that stupid like Lil Wayne voice going on, <laughs> but. He's only like matured as an artist. So when he was leaving community, I was like, oh shit, he's leaving community to do his own thing. This is going to be so great. I can't wait for it. I saw the trailer and I was like, this looks like Mm. everything I've ever wanted to do. (laughs) Or like, yeah, if I like, if I would have like thought differently or not tried to put myself in so many boxes. Maybe I could have like written something like this that I'm seeing on my screen when referencing Atlanta. Right. So I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like I'm going to, it's going to be such a part of me that I can't, I I'm not ready for it yet. And maybe it won't. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to be like, you know what? I wasted time. I could have watched this years ago and been a part of all the conversations that were happening. But I have a feeling. I just have this feeling in me that like I see that and I'm like, yeah, I'm not ready for it yet. Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting um it's an interesting wrinkle in perspective and restraint that you are showing 
for that because like I, I I've never had that with like a show I don't think like there have been aspects of shows that I'm like jealous of I guess but like there's never been like an all-encompassing thing that I'm like oh this embodies like everything I would want to do I definitely mm. there are a small handful of movies see you're that, more of a movie guy I'm more of a television guy yeah there are definitely like maybe like five movies that I could name off the top of my head that I'm like, that is like, I'm jealous of this, that um, kind of thing. But Ernest goes to camp. Yeah. Um, the four Varney out of the five are Ernest, are, are the <laughs> yeah. Ernest films. <laughs> Ernest. Uh, but yeah, so I definitely have it more with movies, but I would never, I've never had the impulse to not, see something because like even the stuff that I am jealous of while it can be dangerous for sure it's I, I definitely always see it more as like an inspiring kind of thing of like huh. well this is close to something I'd want to do but like it's never going to be like one-to-one -one. and just art in general it's just we're all in one big recycled world of everyone's yeah. inspired by everything and everything's a rip off of something. You just got to like, true, true. If you, tr I, I think if you truly have like a unique voice, even if you're like directly trying, like pulling from some thing specific, like it's going to come out differently. Yeah. And if it doesn't, yeah. then I think you just like are not built for it. Probably. Um, uh. I, I think that's probably, I don't know that you can like, get around that with practice or something like i don't know I, I i don't really know what i think about it for sure but um well i mean all that to say is it cooking though? yeah yeah snowfall back to snowfall <laughs> yeah let's uh, get back to that yeah so i mean a lot of my thoughts it's like it's kind of like the typical dipping your toe into like a new big hour-long drama TV show in very much that I feel like I think by the end of the third episode I'm kind of easing into all the dynamics and the characters and the world but definitely at least the first two ep episodes I was like you're just trying to like get your footing and I'm like I, right, I'm not right. like totally sure what's going on here because there's it's very much like an ensemble thing um and yeah i mean it's like dynamics in a world that i don't have any like prior extensive experience or like knowledge on so yeah it's kind of like being dropped into the deep end and yeah just kind of like the sea legs of like starting a new um show but in general i would say like high level thoughts it's intriguing so far i i think didn't you say that like the first season was them trying to like find their footing yeah i definitely said the show really begins to find its voice and its footing in season two uh even so much to say like so there's a large chunk of season one that I mean it's all means to get to an end like there all these pieces like to take it from like the wire all the pieces matter 
So there's all these things that just happen in early season one that maybe have ramifications <laughs> and whatnot in early season two. Uh, but this is a six season show and there's shit that like happened in season one that you'll never hear about ever again. Mm. I don't know. So season one is a necessary evil. It's like, (laughs) it's like season two of the wire it's, or I mean, where like, you don't really appreciate it and it's like, while you're watching it, you're like, Mm -hmm. I'll watch this because Again, it's on. I'm told it's good. I'll check it out. You're watching it. You know, it's something to check. And it's not one of these things where it's Netflix and you drop all uh, 12 episodes of a season on your like lap and say, here, pig, like eat up. This was yeah. like while it was airing appointment type television every it was weekly. Like you had to check it out week to week. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, like I even remember my initial thoughts when watching it. Uh because I, either way, I enjoyed it, but I didn't love it. Uh, yeah. That was my, yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think kind of my biggest takeaways and thoughts from like the first three episodes was that it did feel a little bit like the creators and everyone involved at least in what I've seen so far, it it kind of gave me the sense of like, they're really excited to like show you a bunch of stuff, but it's Mm, kind of like, they, yeah, they don't know what to focus on quite yet. So they're like, we got this going and, and this going on. Oh, and then we got this guy over here. You don't even know about this guy yet. Yeah. It's kind of a lot up front and I get, I guess you could maybe justify that in that, oh, this is the world and it's just fucking, you know, crazy and ruthless or well, whatever, there, but. It's pretty, in, uh, you have to tell these stories in tandem. But the the thing about season one is all of these characters right now are separate. They're all in their different factions, mm-hmm. but they're all links on a chain yeah. to bring cocaine into the U S and distribute it to uh, lower income um, neighborhoods and creating it uh, crack and the whole epidemic and all that. They're all links in a chain to that. But right now the chain is like uh, 50 feet long and these are like five links. So mm. each of these links are like spread out all throughout the chain. And as the season progresses, that chain gets smaller and smaller and the links get closer and closer to the point where like there's only five or six links left of that chain. And they're all they're for the most part, all the characters you saw in season one, they become like, I mean, obviously it's six season show. It's all about drug empires and everything. But yeah. 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 Um, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, Damson I, Idris. What'd you What'd you think of the boy? The like the, man. the main. I like. I don't have anyone's names. Damson. I don't have anyone's Idris. names. Down. The main. What you don't know the actor Dan, Damson Idris. This is what I'm talking about. This is when no. I when I well, what do look, I when I what take you aside. I, what should I know him from? Uh, Snowfall. He did oh. six seasons of that. Uh, he did an episode of Black Mirror. Um. Uh, oh, he was I'm... in Swarm. 
that recently uh, the show that uh donald glover did with uh fuck who was it's that lady i forget but dominique fishback from um judas and the black messiah she's in swarm with damson interest and so is i think it's chloe bailey i can't keep up those new pop stars man like i I don't know why i haven't seen any of these things so i apologize well, I mean, it's not as if we're hosting a pop culture podcast. Oh, for no. fuck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I digress. Yeah, this was his breakout role. Uh, I'm, yeah. Yeah. But he is, he is like a household name in the black community that like, mm. I just, damn, so he's like Denzel Washington, Will <laughs> Smith. Like, yeah, everyone, he's a household name, like Denzel Washington. <laughs> Like legendary, not legendary actor of like no, but what I'm saying is no, no, no. What I'm saying (laughs) is in black households, Hmm. we will say like, oh, you mean like Denzel, and we'll know like, oh yeah, Denzel. Like we'll say like, it's are you saying in your house you could you could mention you say oh Denzel and your mom would say. I yeah like, I I, th- I, th- I think my mom knows you who Denzel so? Washington is. No I, no no no. But I'm saying just oh, and I was watching Denzel, and mate, like, are you saying instantly she would say like, oh Denzel, like, or would she say, do you have a friend named Denzel? I, I think like, Denzel is a distinct enough name, and I'm sure in context, I grew up with pe- a Denzel. Uh, I'm just saying it's it's a name. <sighs> Okay, well, I I think the context of if I was like I was hanging out with Denzel versus oh, did you see Denzel in that? But like, how could you mess up the the like just the context clues of like a normal person in your daily life versus a international A list actor? Damson Idris is okay. that guy. I'll you know what I'll take your word for it. Please do. Yeah, your words taken. All right. What what metric are we are we going by? Like what what would get what would get you to like accept that he's like that guy right now? Well, I, I could I could I could recognize I could recognize that he is like a known figure to some extent, but you can't. I I don't think I'm it, saying he's an I, he's I, an up he's, and coming. Okay, sure, but. Like if you're gonna put him up against some more famous guy at the same uh, level, but Denzel Washington is like it's not even close. No, what I was saying was we say his name like we would like Denzel or Will Smith. Like when we're talking about like we say Damson Idris, and people are like oh Damson Idris because there's no other Damson Idrises. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> I, Anthony Mackie doesn't really have name recognition like that, but Damson Idris does. Wait, okay, so Damson Idris is more widely recognizable and famous and well-known than Anthony Mackie is your claim. Right now, yes. <laughs> okay, I don't, I mean, I don't know. It seems weird to me, but maybe. Why? Okay. Because, right. because I'm, Anthony, I'm Mackie, Anthony Mackie is what? like, I mean, he's how many billions of people have seen the fucking uh, sure. uh, Mar- yeah, yeah, Marvel yeah. movies that he was in? Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not discounting that. But keep in mind, he's like amongst 20 other people and 
for the most part, they're like acting circles around. He's not getting to do much in any of those movies. If you, I, I, we're not talking about like, I, okay. I didn't think we were well, talking about like acting ability. I'm just talking. Uh, no, 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 name, we're not. I'm, just, I'm, I'm talking like straight up fame, like name recognition. I don't think people know Anthony Mackie like that. I feel like if you pulled the entirety of America, I, I think uh, I, I would bet something that me those numbers. that more people would recognize Anthony Mackie's name. That's just my guess. Hmm. We don't have, okay. unfortunately, we don't have that kind of audience of this podcast to pull that ourselves. Not yet. Uh, but look, see, look, always, it, that's fine. I, I, you know, I'll take your word for some of this. Uh, some of it's a bridge too far for me, but uh, hmm. I, I believe you. I mean, he's he's the most notable part of this uh, these first three episodes for sure. Hmm. Um, okay, I, I I'm not really, like totally feeling the other like main characters quite yet. Hmm. Um, I I feel like the uh, again I I don't know anyone's characters' names yet but i got you the one guy who just i just he looks like he needs to get his ass beat what's that guy's what? name what the fuck yeah you gotta give me more than that <laughs> uh, what's he it, look I thought, like i thought it was obvious the the guy who is what's what's his role i uh, i actually wanted to look it up because it was a little unclear to me he's like yeah just go to the imdb all right hold on let's see Snowfall season one characters. I need to see pictures. Ooh, here we go. Teddy McDonald, CIA oh. operative. Oh, Teddy. I'm not I'm yeah. not I'm not into Teddy yet. I don't know. He he just I no, I think he needs no. to get his ass beat. Nathaniel. What? Then he's doing a fantastic job. Oh, okay. No, that's literally how everyone feels about Teddy and did from the beginning of the series till the very last episode. Everyone was like, fuck Teddy and the bullshit he's on. Like <laughs> he's the fucking worst. Uh, but just, I mean, you do know that this is like partially like based on a true story where like they've heightened some parts and embellished some things. But for the most part, this all happened, maybe not in the same sequence with the same people interacting, but Mm. There was, I mean, a CIA agent, Oliver North, who um, was doing the operation that Teddy is doing, mm. where he's bringing in um, cocaine, supplying it to the black community. The black community then does what they do. He gets money back and like buys guns and gives it to uh, the people down in like communist places. I forget where they are. Uh, the Sandinista thing, you know, the, you know, that whole thing, South America. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this whole thing happened and the government denied it and denied it. And then finally, the story broke in like the mid 90s and the government was like, oh, yeah, sorry. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, by by episode three, um yeah, kind of the dyna the general dynamics of uh, like the Israelis, mm. like their operation Obviously. versus the uh, the Mexican operation, and kind of 
like getting a sense of where all these like main characters are kind of fitting in like the chain link, like you said, like mm-hmm. all that was starting to really kind of solidify itself to me by the end of episode three. So I was feeling a little more like grounded and all of that. But um, yeah, I think in ge- my main critiques of what I've seen so far is just that, yeah, it, it feels like it's like, a little like it's leaning a little too hard for me in like the style of it all it feels like Mm. it's like lacking kind of a more focused confident voice like there's a lot of just scenes of like just a lot of like to me needless flash and just kind of like here's the world you're in the world can't you see that this is the eighties and there's Coke mm-hmm. everywhere. And like a lot of the characters just felt a little larger than life to my taste. Um, it was just a little much. I would ever seen the movie blow. You know what? I, I missed that one. Are you shitting me? Yeah. I ha- Johnny Depp. I haven't seen blow. Unfortunately. Ooh, blow is good. Oh, okay. Well, I love, well, this is just, this is a critique of mine, but you're complaining that the characters are like too hammy or too big in a cocaine story <laughs> where like very famously the boy, the, the young God Al Pacino was like, he was doing laps in the river of ham <clears throat> as Tony Montana, you know, like yeah. this is a cocaine story. They characters, yeah. I feel like they have but- to be big and vibrant and that's the way it was back then. Yeah. People are like coked up to the gills and just like <laughs> fucking yeah, baby. I'm ah, I don't know. It works for me. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess, yeah. My critique was like, I kind of melded them both into one. But I, I guess I would prefer for the like characters to be on that level. But it felt like mm, the style of the the, sh- the show. Like there was just so many like Dutch angles and like, <laughs> okay, uh, cra- I, I don't know. It's just my nitpicks of uh, yeah. Style. I don't know that that really continues. Yeah. I know that they do some very like imaginative stuff. They do some alternate world things and um, out of body experiences and whatnot. But as far as like the Dutch angles and the sort of music video quality of it. I want to say like, that's not something that continues. This is the brightest and sunniest and happiest. Mm. The show is. Yeah. It, and it, I mean, what good? No, I was just going to say the, these first three episodes was giving me some like light, like city of God vibes. If you've seen. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the very like blown out contrast and like, yeah. um, and like that style is cool, but I feel like it is, it's more suited for like a smaller experience. Like, I feel like if that was like stretched mm-hmm. out over a whole show, I'd get a little like worn out by yeah. it, but, um, not a huge deal, but that was just like, um, I can see that one thing I, yeah. the, sort of bothered me about it but um yeah i mean in general i it's definitely like i yeah and again i mean obviously i don't know like you six seasons is a long time to do a show so like uh i'm sure it's there's a lot more complexity added to the whole thing but 
the first three episodes of this did kind of give me those like, it, you know, it, it kind of seems to be this like <sighs> formula of, for lack of a better comparison, kind of like the, I guess kind of like the breaking bad thing where it's like, you're getting people into this new world and it's just problem, problem, problem. Like anytime there's a, anytime there's a victory, there's an even bigger problem. And once you solve that, there's like two more problems. And it's, there was a lot of that kind of setup. Um, yeah, no, that's yeah. I, I famously only watched uh, the first two seasons of breaking bad and the finale. So yeah, that formula, yeah. I guess the whole, didn't really, the whole middle part was filler, but, yeah, so you yeah, didn't miss out on anything. Um, I didn't think so. But yeah, I mean, that's like, I think Breaking Bad kind of popularized that. And I feel like other mm. shows have tried to do that. But that's kind of just another thing I noticed. Um, yeah, no, there's definitely a parallel there. And what I will say, this, um, like, this heightens your desire to keep going or lessons. I don't know, but the show is basically the, not necessarily the degree. Well, it's the degradation of a populace and also the degradation of a soul. Like you saw Franklin Saint, uh, that's Damson Idris's character, the kid, Mm -hmm. uh, who, Decides, oh yeah, I want to. I'll I'll flip this coke. I'll I'll make money faster. You saw him and how people like they talked about him and like, oh, he's a bright guy and yada yada yada. And look at him, like he's got a smooth way of talking and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I said, by the end of the series, it's. I mean, you just watch someone become like so soulless and dark and twisted and it's uh (laughs) yeah okay it's like watching joaquin do the joker but like for six seasons no it's uh, i don't know it's just it's i was i was really taken aback but well because damson idris he tells a story about how he even got the part as franklin saint because he's a british dude uh I don't know. I think his family came from like the islands and then went like emigrate emigrated to London or something like that. But either way, he and John Singleton uh, decided like, Hey, I really like you for the role of Franklin, but I'm not really sold on your accent. If you can survive the afternoon here with me, like we'll hang out. Uh, then you've got the role. And he took him to South Central LA and he had to hang out like on the street with regular ass guys who grew up there. And if all of them believed that he was like mm. what he was portraying, then he would get the role. And yeah. I say this to say uh, just having finished the series and being very familiar with the character of Franklin Saint over six seasons and like seven plus years with all the hiatuses and COVID and all that shit. The way he speaks as Franklin Saint, episode one, season one, where we're being introduced to him, he's talking to all his friends, and the way he's talking to people is a complete, like, 180, where 
it sort of just gives you pause. You're like, this guy, I, there's something wrong with him. There's something missing from him where in like seasons two and three, once he like starts to progress in this world of crime and whatnot, like you really see, I don't know, you see this character grow and this actor really put on this amazing performance because I'm watching him as, I don't know, it's it's just, it's it's a masterclass in acting. And I would say that this is a series worth checking out. I mean, you may not have been sold by these three episodes, but I would say give it a few more. Like, get into it. Watch it. Trust me. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is one of those series that you may not have watched, but you come back to it later on and you're like, damn. Yeah, no, that was that hit. Like, we weren't there for the wire. Mm-mm. Like we had to hear scuttlebutt about it and yeah. finally sit down and decide. So, yeah, I, th- yeah, I mean, I-, I think by the end of episode three, I was, if I didn't have like all the context you're giving me, I don't know if that would be enough, unfortunately, mm. but I feel like I'd like to give it more of a, a shot. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to, my girlfriend was not convinced by the first, like she was totally, she was totally checked out like halfway through the first episode and I had to just continue it on my own. So that's going to make it hard. Is she not sold? Is she not a part of the uh, Damson Idris Hive? Like I can't say (laughs) Idris Hive because I would be Idris L, but like they got to figure something out with that. But uh, Damson Idris, he is. Yeah. Maybe I'll like fill her in and hope that she can i don't know like show her some like thirst trap tiktoks of uh well i don't know would it be spoil well i don't know do you care about spoilers and all that shit I like mean, or would you to a certain extent yeah probably okay okay i just wasn't sure if you wanted to like look at a highlight reel or anything because like people have been putting you, those you gotta, together you gotta, since- you gotta send it to you gotta send it to my girlfriend mm. Cause I I think mm. I, I think I'll I'll uh, keep watching. I don't know like oh how like fast I'll be or like how uh, mm. voracious I'll be with uh, my consumption of it. But um, yeah, I mean I'll like I'll keep going. Oh fuck yeah, that that's <laughs> really dope. I what no, it, it's just a buddy of mine on Twitter. He recently uh, decided to watch it because he was like. Much like you, he wanted to know that the show had an ending. And once he knew that it had an ending, he fucking tore through it and got through it like he's a stay-at-home dad or whatever, but he got through it like within a matter of like a few days. So I've just been looking for more people to talk to the show, uh, talk to about the show. And I can't wait for you to hate Teddy as <laughs> much as literally everyone. Well, I already hate him, so. Oh yeah. No, he gets worse. Like he is he's just a Ah, I mean, it's perfect that you said the guy who needs to get his like he needs to get his ass beat. That's <laughs> definitely true. He's he's just the fucking worst. But uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. Cool. All right. So now that we've de- well, I've decided it's definitely cooking. Nathaniel, he's not so sure. He's like, is it cooking? Let's wait and see mm. with uh, with Snowfall. So uh, where where are we going from there? Do we want to talk trailers? Is there anything? Um, happening in the world that has caught your eye the met gala is on tonight 
Yeah, I'm seeing. I, uh, I'm seeing I did some... not get invited. I didn't either. Um, well, that makes sense for we... you, but yeah. Well, we were on hiatus with the podcast. Not, true, and I think there's true. like a cutoff you know window. So yeah, and they're like, they're probably you know what we should let them cook. Yeah, they said that next the Met year. Gala. They said we should let them cook. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Let I them saw, rebrand. I saw some early uh, stuff on Twitter. Some wacky outfits. Um, couldn't care less, but um, yeah, I mean, in terms of like the whole rundown we did last week of like, I'm not really like, aside from Snowfall, like I'm not really watching or reading anything new uh, aside from like the usual stuff. Um, I know last week we didn't talk about uh, like the big shows that we are watching. Um, well, uh, it's the big shows. Do you remember that from WWF Big Show? <laughs> uh it sounds that was vaguely song. familiar. Oh uh, fuck. Um, I love that guy. But yeah, I mean obviously Barry, Succession, Woo! uh, etc. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you is there oh, anything well, you know what? No, well, 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 wait, why don't we talk why don't we do uh, mention those uh the trailers first and then maybe get okay into yeah because we i got want to talk specifically about barry and something i want to get your oh I man get your opinion yeah uh, i know what you're talking about i don't know that i don't know i don't know what do you, do you know i feel like i must know but we'll get to it i guess we'll okay. get to it we'll put a All pin right. in it but yeah you uh yeah, put a pin in that we're gonna get to that even trailer th- talk baby yeah even though we have a nifty little google doc Nathaniel. you texted me like 18 different links to trailers on <laughs> my phone don't today. gaslight me but, but don't fucking gaslight me all right but it was six okay it was six my apologies it was six but yeah basically you texted me trailers to six of the i guess and quote-unquote biggest films upcoming not only did i text you those six i also texted an apology yeah, you where did. I, I acknowledge the doc. So, yeah. you know, baby's getting a sea legs. Give, um, me, give me some time. Yeah, but do you do you want to run down the Whoa. uh do you want to uh clue everyone in on Nathaniel, like on spit it out this what are you, this what are you list saying? of uh, uh 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 the list, the list of these uh, six the, films. The, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. All right, guys, you know it. The biggest supposed blockbuster whatever the big movies that are coming out this summer season mm-hmm. um i don't know what's actually coming out are first we, i don't know if are it's, we like ranking like our excitement for them or just like generally well i just want to talk about these about. movies okay yeah talking about them giving some thoughts and i mean i just know off rip there's one that i will not like be giving my dollars to but oh I mean, maybe you have a couple in there or maybe just one, but yeah, uh, either way, let's, uh, let's get into it. So we're talking about, uh, the trailers for the flash Ezra Miller's the flash coming out, uh, (laughs) very soon for some reason, uh, fast X or fast 10, your seatbelts, as I call it, Oppenheimer from, uh, the boy, Little, little, little Chrissy Nolan, mm-hmm. um, Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. He animated it all himself. 
he did it. He's been working on it mm. uh, day and night after he smokes a bowl and like makes a bowl. You know, he's in a pottery, right? Uh, I've heard rumors of it. Never seen any mm. evidence. Yeah. Oh, you should look. It's good stuff. Okay. Um, also, Greta Gerwig's Barbie. Mm-hmm. Kennergy. And- oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and was there another one that I'm forgetting? The um, was that six? Let me. I can look at your text really quick. Um. Okay. Oppenheimer, Ninja Turtles, um, Barbie, Fast X, and yeah, The Flash. Yeah, that was it. Okay, cool. Five. 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 So, okay, correction. It was even less. So you said it was 18, so six. It was actually five. So it's not that much. There's also one. Not that much of a... Uh, like um, an inconvenience. Um, just think about the day that I'm gone and no longer on this mortal coil and you'll be wishing uh, to get a text yeah. from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Fair enough. I mean, I take you know, it, I retract it. Maybe, yeah, thank you. Do um, that. Yeah. So I will say that in general, I'm not like over the moon about all of these, but there is only one that I would not like 100% not go. Oh, Hit me. Like, no chance in hell. I mean, The Flash. Like, there's no fucking way <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see same. The Flash. Yeah, that's the one I said I'm, like, not <laughs> giving my money to. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, there's just no shot. It's nuts. That I would see this. Um, I don't know. Like, I, earlier in this episode, I was, like, going off on how there's just too much Marvel shit, and I couldn't care less. But, I mean, like, huh. the fucking... DCU, I mean, there's no, I have no idea. Like, I'm so clued out of whatever the fuck is going on over there. Like, I thought you were taking a moral stance against Ezra Miller as like (laughs) an emotional terrorist as he was going across like our 50 states, just like that's attacking people and kidnapping them. That I thought you were going there. Well, I'm just starting that at the top of my list mm. and moving down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so okay. I was so just, the top of your list I, no, is no, that like? Okay, I don't mean top. Oh, I don't mean top. DC I, sucks. I, I mean like the the more casual reason. Mm, why? Yes, yes, even yes. If it was just, even if it was like if Ezra Miller wasn't in it, I would just be like, ah, DCU. I just couldn't care less. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so facts, that's facts. just like the easy thing. Yeah, the other one is Wait, just you- him being. Uh, or well, I am, yes, we must yeah. be respectful to the terrorists. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm so sorry, Ezra. Um, yeah, but he's oh Jesus. Yo, you know <laughs> okay. <what>? okay. <laughs> I accidentally stumbled upon a very like I didn't know it was a right wing pop culture podcast. Ooh, what? No, that I I stumbled upon a, a right wing oh, pop culture podcast. I did. You, meaning this right now? Earlier to oh, no, no, no. no. What, yeah, no, I'm, I'm asking not doing what, a bit. What, I'm asking what was it? I'm not gonna say. I don't want to give them any more. Cl- like I'll text it to you something. I, I but, desperately want to know. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I'm just wondering how you stumbled into it, but I just or can you type, I mean, type it in the chat really quick? Okay, okay, I won't, okay. I won't okay. say what it is. 
Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know why, but I just went to go text it to you. Because um, I don't even know. So that, I, I feel like I only know of like maybe. No, I don't even know. Oh, I've never heard of this. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh wait, I wait. Typed, can can I like guess what their shtick is? Yeah. Yeah. Is it go for it? Just based on the name, because like, is is it like a thing where they're like everything just like the basic like everything's too woke and yes yeah you got it in one you fucking got it it's so fucking boring god here's the thing i didn't know that it was right wing like while i was listening listening to it like i was actually watching it on youtube uh and I don't know, just scrolling on my phone, doing nothing, just trying to take in some stuff. And I was, I just wanted to see what other people were talking about, what the scuttlebutt was in, in different areas of the internet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Dark well, corners. first thing that tipped me off, first thing that tipped me, I mean, they kept saying like, woke, <laughs> but I thought they meant it like, oh, it's woke. Like, uh, like they're even tired of people who are tired of. Oh, like quote unquote like, wokeness, like you know? they're critiquing people using the word kind of thing. Yeah. Like I heard that and I was like, OK, I mean, that could be taken one or two ways. Like, mm. eh, OK, let's see. And yeah. I couldn't really tell what they were talking, like what their stances were in a few things. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It was like right down the middle for a lot of it. And then they had like alluded to American Idol or something like that. And they put a picture on the screen of the article and where they got it. And it was Breitbart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I went, huh, I know that name, but like, (laughs) why do I know it? And I typed in, I was like, Breitbart bad question mark. And it was like, Breitbart is a right wing news outlet. (laughs) And I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. okay." And I was like, okay. Huh. And then again, like they said some stuff and I was like, could go either way. I'm not sure. And then, uh, I think what it was, was, uh, Warner brothers. Cause we're, I mean, we're talking about DC and it's owned by Warner brothers. Mm-hmm. They have announced that they're going to re, I, I don't know if it's re-release or they're going to reshoot a lot of their classic films as shorts, but they're going to go through DEI diversity and um, exclusivity and inclusion or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So instead of like everyone being all white, there'll be uh, Asian, Hispanic, Mm. black people, Mm -hmm. um, maybe a lesbian couple, maybe uh, non-binary people within the cast. Mm -hmm. And it was when they got to that story that they like just... (laughs) lost it and i was like oh okay okay it's- okay i got it and i i typed it like i looked them up on twitter and <laughs> they <laughs> uh well <laughs> there's a picture of <clears throat> one of the hosts with alex jones and i was like jesus oh, okay <laughs> yeah i was just like I, what the fuck i just like <sighs> it's hard for me to believe that these people care like i i truly honestly don't believe that they care like i think it's just a shtick to like it's just a thing that garners them an audience like I, I really like have a hard time i think maybe it's like a thing where like it starts with like a kernel of 
Mm. truth that they believe and then it just snowballs into like because the amount I, I have not even heard of this podcast like i said but like just other con- neither did i until but, but today it's, but it's a yeah. dime a dozen like people sure. out there like complaining this is the same shit i'm like i just don't believe that you care this much about a Any fucking gay couple in 2023 on screen it's just like or that the little mermaid is black in the live action movie where like that's the least of our troubles did you see flounder this week (laughs) yeah that's yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say is like the issue with these things is just like why do we need a live Live action action, yeah uh, any of this any of this like (laughs) yeah it doesn't it doesn't make sense but yeah my i'm like convinced that these people largely don't care or are just completely overblowing their opinion to make it Mm. seem like this is like a national emergency. Um, yeah, probably, but I don't know. Yeah. That's, um, crazy that you found yourself embroiled in, uh, but I kind of felt like, I don't know. I, I felt like, uh, Homer from the Simpsons, (laughs) you know, Bart's dad. Oh Um, yeah. 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 Just whenever he's like driving on the highway and he'll see a billboard and he like, <laughs> you know, he's, yeah. it's like very clear. And I'm just like, I'm listening to this thing and I'm watching it. And I'm like, huh, Breitbart. All right, that's a weird, that's a weird way to like relay this news article. They could have chose any like news outlet. They chose Breitbart. Okay. And just like, keep going woke. All right. Well, they seem to be throwing that around a lot. I guess a little end joke. And me just like not absorbing. I was like, uh, oh, and then on their Twitter, they um, they had Anna from the OC on like as a guest. And she is oh, a very yeah. like heavy right wing former Hollywood <laughs> actress who has been, quote unquote, canceled by the woke left and pushed <laughs> out of Hollywood. So um, she she had some great. Um, insights and ideas and oh, i'm uh, sure she did oof. she does her own Yikes. research that's what i hear she she brought some research and she said we're all getting brainwashed so yeah it's there's that she was it i i love the idea that like because it's the same thing with all these like right-wing people who get quote-unquote pushed out of hollywood it's like yeah so, no left-wing people don't make it in Hollywood or like get pushed out for right. whatever. It, it's like or get it, held it, accountable for their bullshit. It, it's all biased towards you because uh, you're just a innocent person who's an incredible actor and never did anything wrong. Like it's it. I like like I can I think of uh, what's his name? Fucking big head. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Um, yeah, he is a very notable like left leaning Mm-hmm. Like Hollywood figure. Yeah. This motherfucker, he's getting lit up every which way but loose, like everywhere he goes. I mean, he's not, I mean, that's the thing. I don't believe, like, I mean, I believe in can't, like, people do get quote unquote canceled. But what mm-hmm. I mean by that is they get held accountable for their actions. And Alec Baldwin while he has taken a life on set. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that did happen. Yeah, he's not necessarily being like held accountable to the fullest degree because he's not like serving any time or doing any community service. But in the court of public opinion, people like don't fuck with him anymore. You know what I mean? So no, it's not yeah. like society's turning a blind eye to all the ills of the quote unquote woke left. It's just maybe you weren't that great of an actor to begin with and you're coming off like a crackpot conspiracy theorist now. So we don't really vibe with you like that type of thing. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, that's totally mostly what it is, is like, I, I, I think it's an excuse. I think it's mostly an excuse to just like, you're just not in demand <laughs> like in any right. way. And it's, there are prominent, uh, uh, I mean, right, right wing versus conservative Christian. Like I, there's so many uh -huh. different angles you could be like, there's definitely the more like conspiracy Alex Jones person in Hollywood. And then there's like fucking like Chris Pratt, who just seems to be sure. like a conservative Christian guy, but I, I've never yeah. seen anything like crazy conspiratorial from him. But like that, it's just to say that like you can be a quote unquote normal yeah. right-leaning person in Hollywood and be, like, a huge star. Like, yeah, no one's stopping Pratt. Yeah, like, Mario, no a billion fucking dollars. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Notable, like, notable B-list actor Chris Pratt is doing <laughs> that's, just fine. That's a deep cut. Go back and listen to... Well, that's a different podcast. <laughs> that's actually a different... Yeah, yeah that's... On, like, you gotta be a real wasthead. That's what we call our fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, um, or wasties. I don't know. Wastoids. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's uh, so that's the Flash trailer. <laughs> yeah, Flash trailer. <laughs> uh, couldn't couldn't care less about the Flash. Michael Keaton. Oh, he's back. fucking doing whatever he, whatever anyone puts in front of him. Like, there's a time where Michael Keaton, like, he was like this this guy who just went away, you know, and we mm -hmm. loved him for what he did in the '80s and the early '90s, and we were like, Jesus. We're like, damn, Keaton. And then Birdman happened. And people are like, Keaton's good? Like, what? Like, And everyone's like, yeah, we didn't sleep it on Keaton. We are pretty comfy. Mm -hmm. Now we bring him back into the fold. And I mean, look, I don't blame the guy, it but fuck, man. It's just, we don't need, like, we don't, I don't need to see him as Batman again. Yeah, it's, the weird thing about Keaton, just as a tangent, is like, Birdman was like his you know, it's like his art house comeback kind of thing, even though it was yeah. a big production, but it's like, it, it's the kind of thing where it's like, that was his, uh, Travolta Pulp Fiction. Yeah. It's like, it, I feel like the track should have probably been, or it seemed like it would have been like, he's coming back doing this meta commentary on what he used to do exactly. as this washed up sort of, uh, has been actor and I think you would think that like the track would be, oh, he's going to get like meteor roles as kind of like just character studies. But, but then he like legitimately goes back into big budget fucking yeah. superhero shit like in Spider-Man and now literally Batman again. And I'm just like, what? Like you just you did the thing, went away, did the meta commentary on that thing and then went right back to doing that thing again. Like what else is like, I don't think he's done really anything else of note. Uh, that, no, that's been um, like, um, I don't know, like 
anything of like uh substance yeah substance or like deeper artistic merit whatever you want to call it like, i mean but at the same time like who the fuck i mean that don't keep the lights on curious. nathaniel i uh, know hey, hey i it, that don't keep teslas in the driveway nathaniel uh but you know it does what two weeks on a sound stage and uh a couple hours in an adr booth when i did the flash you know like that's what keaton's talking about mm-hmm let me look at his IMDb real quick. I already got it. I just up. want to see what he. Oh, you already got it up. Then why don't you tell me what he's up to? Oh my god. Uh, Morbius. Yeah, he, he did in, a little guest spot in that. He was in Morbius. Uh, the Protege. I've never even heard of this. Apparently, he played Rembrandt in the Protege. Don't even know what that is. That's, never heard of it. Something called Worth. Like the, yeah, I think the painter. Well, I don't know. That's my guess. Um. Oh, Dumbo. I guess. I guess he was in Dumbo. Uh, and then that brings us to... Oh, he was in The Trial of Chicago 7. And then that brings us back to Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Oh, but yeah. I see, I, I, see Chicago, the, I, see, I see The Trial of Chicago 7 here. Yeah. Written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. Hated by most people. Oh, yeah. From what I, I remember it. about... Aaron Sorkin uh, is not trial. a good director. No. No, he's not. An interesting writer. Um, not a great director. Yeah. Yeah, sure i like him writing i mean he's hit or miss with I, t- me I i can tolerate some of his writing i i don't i don't but i mean i don't i don't really i'm not a it's the newsroom is like top you're like that's your shit right never seen it won't see it mm. no like the just, the okay. most i've been exposed to him was like a couple seasons of the west wing and there are truly like laugh out loud for the wrong reasons moments in the West wing where I'm like, this is not serious. This cannot be a real thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Aaron Sorkin. Well, a- like that Al- Allison Janney thing where she's like rapping. Did you get that far oh, into it? Uh, maybe. Oh yeah. No, I, I've seen that, but no, like just like that was fucking cringe. There are just moments. It, it's like, uh, how do I describe this? Like moments of just like, where to him, when he's typing mm. out what's happening, to him, the typewriter's on fucking fire. He's like, Holy Yeah, yeah. It's that thing where shit. they're like, You really thought you did something. But that's yeah. a thing. In that time, back then, he did really do something. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's it's just I mean it's he, now like he cre- 20 years removed. Yeah, I mean, no, he like legitimately created a very walking talk. Like a style, yeah, with the walk and talk and with the like mile a minute fast pace. Where like literally yeah. every single character in the show is like an intellectual who can talk. Yeah, a mile there's no a succession without West Wing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, you know what? Let's give Aaron Sorkin his flowers and Nathaniel. Sure. All right, let's get through. Thank the re- you, Aaron. There's some more trailers oh, yeah. we gotta talk about here. Okay, that yeah, like yeah. Uh, that was The Flash. So, um, you know what? Let's go to your boy. We're going to your boy, Christopher no, Nolan. No, not my boy. Not you my boy. Love him. Not, a no, not a huge Nolan fan. You suggested that we record this podcast backwards and forwards. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you that's stupid. And you took a Play, swing at me. And, and we're going to have the Inception blomp playing like, <laughs> yes. throughout the entire thing. 
whenever uh, any of us ask a question. I yeah. Okay, so the only reason that I feel like I might you're going to see it. I, you know you're going to see it. Probably probably. Um I mean, I feel like on the big screen would be at mm. least the most ideal way to see this, but I will say that I feel like I might be into this more than some of his other movies because this seems the most similar to Dunkirk. And I think Dunkirk mm. is some of his better work. Like I have a, I, I don't tolerate his other stuff that well. Like it's a little much for me. Um, Ooh. yeah. Like most of his, uh, latter career work is, um, just, I have my issues with, uh, okay. Like, yeah, I, I like, I, I feel like there's interesting little kernels in all these things like interstellar and inception and whatever. I didn't see tenant, but, um, ultimately I'm just like, man, I, I don't know. I think I tried to watch tenant and I got a headache. Like, yeah, like it, it's just, I, it, it was not, and it was a pandemic. I was just like, I was still trying to wrap my head around this whole like brand new, I don't know like movies at home type thing where mm -hmm. it's like, this is supposed to be, I don't know. I feel like I would have gone to see yeah. tenant yeah. in the theater that's, and I'm watching at home and it felt weird. That's what he hopes. I mean, it's just like, he's too, for me, for my taste, he's just too like it, it, it the, what he does, it, it feels like too much of a sleek spectacle and just nothing really like, under the surface for me hmm. and like the spectacle isn't enough to like carry me. And when he does try and go the like emotional route, you get fucking interstellar, which is just like some of the most cringe shit I've ever seen. Like those scenes of, uh, whatever he's trying to like get at. Um, well with McConaughey, it's just like the, there's this one, there's a couple moments, but like one of them is this Anne Hathaway speech where she's like, I guess it's the power of love or something. Like she's just going off on this thing. Like she literally is talking about like they're trapped in space and she's like talking about the power of love. And then like at the end, I think, um, oh, what's her name? Jessica Chastain's character, like back on earth, she like, figure like she gets her dad's message and she like figures out this whole fucking algorithm and she like runs out and like it into the place that the NASA or whatever and like throws all the papers up in the air and she just gives like the worst line of like just some cheese I I don't know there's just like things that I'm like I don't know I can't really I, I can't I can't really do it but this seems like a grounded kind of thing um that maybe we'll just work more for me. I, I don't know. Did you watch Elvis? No, no, I haven't seen it. Huh? Okay. <clears throat> um, do I need to see it? I don't know. Do you think Austin Butler deserved his Oscar? Like I, I take you for someone when Wait, did he, did he get the, did he get the Oscar? Yes, he won. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's uh, wait, I was wait, saying, wait, wait, wait. I, I thought I thought Brendan no, no, Fraser no, look got it, up. it. Fraser, oh, Brendan Fraser, yeah, for um, best actor. Oh, okay. What I was gonna say is, 
I feel like when someone wins an Oscar for any category, you should take it upon yourself to then watch their performance no, Br- or Brendan, watch that Brendan movie. Fraser won for The Whale. Oh, so Austin Butler didn't like win anything? No, he won something. He just didn't win the Oscar. I think he won, he won one of the awards during award season. Like a Golden Globe or some shit? So, yeah, one of, okay. the, one of the other well, ones. Okay, that also brings me to my next point. Uh, was the whale bad? <laughs> um, and was this Oscar like a mea the, culpa for all the <laughs> shit that uh, Hollywood put Brendan Fraser through? Yeah, that's possible. Um, the whale, though, just as just as the movie itself, it's like the way I describe it is it it works because it's just so obvious and you just have like brendan fraser who's like one of the most sympathetic people on earth in like the worst position possible as this character and it's just like it's effective but like i feel like for the wrong reasons it's just like the 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 movie is just like shaking him in front of the camera like this is terrible Right. And you're just like, yeah, it it fucking is. It's fucking sad. It's just like a little like it really is just kind of a onslaught of. Here's the worst possible thing you could see. And it's really sad, isn't it? And you're like, yeah, I mean, it obviously is. But it next question, it lacks a subtlety that I wish it had. Sadie Sink. Is she mm-hmm. bad? In um, that I, I mean, I think, I don't know. I don't know. Saying she's bad feels weird because like, she seems to be like a capable, a more than capable actor. I, I like, I just question like, I'm sure she was doing what Darren Aronofsky wanted her to do. So like, I I, I think she was doing the performance how it was intended. I just think like the direction for the character was, again, it's just like, okay, you got this like horrible, um, or this, like you have this guy whose life is just completely falling apart. It's, he's on the verge of death basically what's like the cherry on top he's got literally the daughter from hell who's just like hell spawn incarnate like she's just the fucking ruthlessly like just the meanest like above and beyond any reasonable amount of anger a kid could possibly have like Hmm. it's just it feels like a lot like it's just it 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 was a performance that lacked subtlety i just don't know that it was like her fault necessarily i guess is what i'd say but it's it's an over-the-top perform it's all over-the-top performances kind of from everyone but it's a i okay i don't know i (sighs) the whale's a weird one I, i don't know that i like hated it but as much as some other people but it's definitely not like I wish it kind of handled handled it differently. I never saw the play or anything, so maybe it's like very faithful, but um yeah. I mean Darren Aronofsky's is not a very subtle filmmaker, so 
I don't know what we all expected. Those all are right, my guys, that thoughts. was our takes on Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah. Oppenheimer. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's like an obvious like IMAX watch hmm. for sure. I mean, just like. Ah, but then like he's Nolan's like famous for like deafening his viewers. So like, hmm. what is this fucking what I assume to be infamous nuke going off scene going to be like? Oh, I <laughs> in think terms of he's audio gonna design. do no. No, I think there's going to be no sound whatsoever. It's going to be absolutely silent. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Like, I guess maybe. Is that I, is I that know, is that true of nukes though? Is that like a real thing that you probably can't hear it? No. No, I think it's going to be a style thing from Nolan. Everyone's like, "Oh shit, he's going to like fuck us up." Hmm. Like Mm. Well, I'd hope so. Because like, I, I imagine the blong, but like times a million. Oh, dude, yada, and people are hyped for it. And I feel like the subversion to that would be everyone's anticipating this monumentous crescendo of like just calamity, and he gives you maybe the lead up. Everything's like like building, and then it's just, mm. and we're watching. What we're seeing on the screen is more than like <laughs> words, words or sounds well, could convey. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I think that would be a good choice for sure. But it reminds me of, do you remember back when the fucking, uh, I, it wasn't in like all theaters, but I know that some theaters posted these fucking like courtesy warnings to audience members that in uh ryan johnson's beloved the last jedi uh that everyone loves um there's like a scene in that movie where the sound cuts out as like a style choice and yeah yeah and yeah, yeah. i guess yeah, disney yeah. was just like people aren't gonna get it we gotta warn them beforehand and there were these like warnings outside of the theater being like at there's a moment where the sound cuts out don't freak out it's a style choice okay but in disney's defense people couldn't wrap their heads around the buzz lightyear movie and they didn't, they <laughs> yeah. were like so is this a movie about the toy and disney was like no it's about yeah. the character no, it, the toy is based on like no yeah i'm not People are idiots. No, it's true. The one other thing that I just remembered that's in line with this was, and again, I didn't watch it, but I saw people posting about it when it happened, like screenshots of it. But when the Snyder Cut got released, apparently there was like a little title card at the beginning being like, due to the director's artistic intentions, the film will be presented in the original 4-3 format. And I'm like... Ugh. Do we need a fucking warning for 4-3 for Christ's sake? Like, God, everyone needs to fucking grow up. Maybe. Uh, no. I only say maybe. Uh, I, I feel but like. that's the original uh, format. You're getting the full image. Because it was shot on well, IMAX. If you, if you don't see IMAX in 4-3, then you are literally losing uh, real estate. Okay. Well, this was also done during the pandemic. And people were at home watching this. So if people can't handle four three, you got to um 
Well, I'm just saying, like, maybe they they were like, okay, wait, did I sit on something? Like, did I mess something up? Why is it showing like that? I don't know. But uh, did you ever watch that Snyder Cut? No, no. There's no way. Yeah, no. no. Seven hours. It was (laughs) terrible. Um, But we're locked inside. What else was I going to fucking do? uh, It's true. I had to have opinions. Mm -hmm. Um. All right, what, let's go. What's next? Let's go TMNT. Let's go Seth Rogen's TMNT. Mm-hmm. Um, Mutant Mayhem, baby. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm probably not going to see this just because I have no real connection. I have no real connection to Nathaniel, the ninja ninja Come turtles, on! the teenage mutant ninja turtles. Uh, don't. I honestly don't know wow. much about them. I know that they're turtles and that they wield um, weapons from uh, Japan, right? Yes. Um, so I don't they're know. The fucking best. I know that oh there's going to be a new uh, Ninja Turtle. There's a new Ninja Turtle game in development based on like a graphic novel called the like the last the last, the Ronin. last Ronin. Yeah. It's going to be a well. video game. That's pretty cool. Um, okay, so wow, not a big turtle guy. I don't know that we've I ever talked about this. Yeah, I just didn't really watch it when I was a kid, like any of the live action movies or the cartoon or any. Like it just it wasn't a thing that really I was aware. You've of. never seen the eighty nine slash like nineties like like, probably bits and no, pieces. Wait, no, but like the live action Mirage. Like the, I've never seen like a full. It was from Miramax. Of no turtles. No, I, I Nathaniel. That was the highest grossing independent film back in the day. Okay. Oh, it was. I'm just. Oh, I'm telling you, certain things. Certain. I, I feel like every kid has like a Elias f- Coteus, Judith Hall, bi- Corey Feldman. Sure. I feel like every kid has like those oh, yeah. few got a, big got a few blind spots. IP blind spots. And this is just one of my blind spots is like, I was, I'm definitely well aware of it. I just wasn't really exposed okay. to it at the time that I needed I to be. I feeling I'm going to hit another blind spot, Power Rangers. I definitely watched more Power Rangers, but it wasn't enough to like solidify some like lifelong thing in me. Mm. Like I definitely casually watched whatever iteration of the show was on when I was a kid. I definitely had Power Ranger action figures and stuff, but name of the Green Ranger. Give you know, me the see, name. Like that kind of stuff is beyond me. I, I don't uh, know. Beyond you. What were you doing as a youth? I'm sure I knew you know back what? then. Your parents, I, I didn't. I, your parents fucking corrupted you. They sent you to Boy Scouts. They had you doing uh, odd jobs on the side of the road. I don't know what they had you doing, but they should have had you in front of the television. I was a latchkey kid. The television raised me. Well, I remember watching these them. Ninja I just... Turtles. They are my brothers. All right. Sure. So I'm excited for like you. watching this. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to get you to watch these movies, not necessarily this one, but mm. the other ones, mm-hmm. the live action ones it's going to happen. Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday and every day after that, I'm gonna ask you. Damn, are the turtles cooking? Oh, and you're gonna have to get it, like get in that kitchen and let me know. But uh, let's talk about this trailer. So, stylistically, 
Um, everyone's said this already. Every pop culture podcaster, mm-hmm. um, all the shit. It's heavily influenced by um, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Which I should have sent you a trailer for, but I'm sure you've watched that. We can talk about it too. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, Into the Spider-Verse heavily influenced this trailer. And I think it's to its benefit, actually. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of quote unquote turtles enthusiasts and diehards were upset that the turtles were A, so young, and B, um, they were voiced by young actors as well. Hmm. And that was um, a thing by Seth Rogen. He said, like, he wanted these characters to actually sound like legitimate teenagers. He didn't, right. like, typically they're voiced by, like, actual actors or voice actors in uh, yeah. the cartoons and whatnot, but these are like children. Um, so that's cool. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea is if this does well and gets sequels, we will actually watch these, like we will stick with the same voice actors who are like going through puberty and growing up and they will continue mm. to uh, voice these characters, which I don't know. That could be cool. Yeah, I mean that was because I'm not really following this um yeah very much at all, but I had heard that from other people that they were like into the idea that they're actual teenagers that sound like teenagers. Yeah. Um but that that was my initial instinct when you said that people were upset about it. I'm like, well, obviously the people who are upset, I assume are upset because they really like what they're seeing in terms of the style and the direction of it, but they just want it to be more like what they remember. But I'm like, hopefully people don't let that get in the way of supporting it because if it does really well, obviously they'll continue on in this style the same way they're continuing on with um, Into the Spider-Verse. Well, that's not the only reason People are upset, Nathaniel. Oh, why? Um, is, it, is it? Has it gone woke? Yes. Damn. You hate yeah. to see it. <laughs> yeah, because um, April O'Neil, the turtles' human companion, has been wokeified into a short uh, black woman or black teenage girl who is not like a six three brunette with a bob with zero percent body fat wearing like a banana yellow jumpsuit like she was in the cartoons Mm -hmm. so people people are not okay with this um i yeah fuck it man i just like i i feel like when it comes to like re imagining characters of something it's like the way i sort of think about it is like i think where i think it is weird is if like you have a very set series where it's like they're directly following the other whether it's like a video game or a a show or or a series of movies where it's like, this is number one. This is number two. This is not where it's like, this is one thing I feel like if you're like recasting in the middle of that, that would feel a little strange. But like Uh when it comes to like these IP that just like exist over over time, time, whether it's like 
traditional superheroes or just like something that's as expansive as uh, the Ninja Let's Turtles. Say Robocop. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. any like long lasting IP where there's like all these different movies and there's comics and graphic novels and there's just all this different media. It's like, I feel like for Christ's sake, you have <laughs> the uh, artistic freedom to like reinterpret yeah. these fucking characters. Um, yeah. How, yeah. Like from iteration to iteration, <clears throat> like what is really being lost? Other than your nostalgia to some extent, I guess, like, I don't know. Yeah, if it's not like intrinsic to the character that they are like one way or another, like a big pet peeve of mine is when they took uh, Barbara Gordon, uh, Batgirl slash Oracle when, I mean, famously, she was shot in the Batman story, uh, The Killing Joke, and paralyzed. And she'd stayed paralyzed for like 20 plus years in publication history. And on a whim, they're like, you know what? She got like a little chip put in her back. She She's she's good again. She can walk. I don't like that. I don't like yeah. where. Well, yeah. Yeah, because that's more of a like. That's just not like that's not just a physical appearance change. That's like no, an intrinsic. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They changed the character. The character was this new person. Like they went through like a metamorphosis, and because it fit a new narrative that uh, a storyteller wanted to tell, they're like, you know what? She didn't get the bullet removed. She still got the bullet in her back, but she gets this little chip and that means she can walk sometimes. And it's like, what are we, I mean, you took a, a transformative moment and like made it mean so much less. So as long as writers aren't doing that, I feel like if you reinterpret something, if you make it your own, if you change a character's, um, gender or race, as long as it wasn't intrinsic to who they were previously, then what's the the harm? Like when when they created Miles Morales, um, because Brian Michael Bendis was uh, he had like adopt he had adopted kids who were black, and he wanted his kids to be able to like have superheroes that. Uh, were the same color as him, and the the thing about Spider Man was that like he was an everyman, and in the nineteen sixties, the quote unquote everyman was like a five ten white dude with brown hair, and mm. the demographics change, the landscapes change, and that's not always the case now. Be a mixed race kid, and so yeah, Brian Michael Bendis he created. <clears throat> a different Spider-Man. He created a different character who was black, like black or Afro-Latino, like from the very start gave him his own thing. So I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is like, as long as you're, as long as a character that you're changing or adapting, isn't betraying the core goals and like beliefs of said character, then mm -hmm. no harm, no foul. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you can tweak a few things here or there, but as long as they're still recognizable as this person, 
play ball. Like, I don't know, maybe this iteration just isn't for you. Catch them on the next one or just enjoy the shit that you enjoyed previously. Not everything has to be for everyone. Yeah, exactly. That's like the last thing I'll say about it, I guess, is just like there is this like entitlement that like, why isn't this version for me too? It's like you have so much of it. Like there's, there surely has to be enough Ninja Turtles content that exists. Oh, there's so fucking much. Like like, (laughs) for Christ's sake, I mean, there are some IP that have just, had one thing and was abandoned forever that people want to see back. But like, there's so much uh, Ninja Turtle stuff that it's like, God forbid this one film doesn't right. have every aspect perfect that you want. It's just like, Oh my God, I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Just like sit this one out. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I like the way we do this, this little trailer yeah. thing where it gets us on some other shit. It is what it is. Greta Gerwig's uh, Barbie. Mm. Yeah. I feel like this is one that everyone's coming together on, right? Like we're all going to walk yeah, hand in this hand. One's joining. Yeah. Everyone's wearing pink. We're wearing pink for Barbie. You have, you have something that's at least like light pink, right? Oh yeah. I'll figure something out. Oh, you got to have pink. Yeah. Um, got to bring that energy. Yeah energy jesus christ the man the myth the legend ryan gosling he is back he and is he, he is, is killing it. me have i ever said that ryan gosling is literally you what no, you, you you don't know the literally me ryan gosling meme this is no like, i don't think i do it's like a big meme with ryan gosling that everyone does where it's just like it, it's mm. like a, a series of his characters it's like it started with his drive character uh, then especially blade, the blade runner character it's just like these socially awkward like super ultra handsome guys like where it's just like i don't know people love uh comparing themselves to um as a joke uh okay. to these ryan gosling's characters it. and everyone just said he, he's this is literally me but um oh okay so is it from the quote where he said all my characters are me or something so oh, i don't know if that's where it originates from it could be okay but okay. um yeah it's mainly in reference to like the drive character and then his blade runner mm. character um specifically because they're kind of feel very <laughs> yeah very similar um uh but yeah, I mean Barbie, I'm Yeah, I mean I'm hyped for Barbie. Uh You're hyped for Barbie. Yeah, for sure. I mean Greta Gerwig. Okay. Clearly, I in the hands of anyone else, I probably would be more skeptical, but I have reason to trust Greta Gerwig's um direction based on what she's done. Mm. So, I feel like there's going to be my hope is that it's not just going to be some uh, weird kind of pointless thing. Like, I mean, she co-wrote it with Noah Baumbach. Like, it's going to be weird, I think, and interesting. Yeah. So, like, I, I I just feel like for those reasons alone, it's it's going to be, um, I assume, something worthwhile. 
No, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I had some like galaxy brain uh, level thoughts when it came to Barbie because I mean, we, we don't know much about the plot other than Barbie like happens to get to the real world somehow and gets in front of like some boardroom executives, one of whom played by uh, Will Ferrell. Shout out to the king. Glad to see him uh, getting work. But mm-hmm. I, I wanted to throw this at you and see how you were thinking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm sort of thinking Barbie is going to be about like self-discovery and individuality specifically for Margot Barbie to the end that like by the final act, like Issa Rae Barbie, Dua Lipa Barbie, all these other Mm -hmm. um, like Barbies, quote unquote, they will uh, give themselves their own identities because like when I was growing up, my sister, she would get Barbies and everything. And I remember uh, the commercials on TV, like Barbie was Barbie. And yeah, you had like your quote unquote black Barbie or whatever. But then Barbie had like a Latina friend, um, mm. a black friend, a little yeah. sister. Like she started getting all these other people who had names who weren't just like Barbie. They were um, Skipper or Yesenia or some shit like that. So I'm thinking by the end of the movie, everyone gets their own identities. But the only crux of that is Michael Sarah's character in the movie plays a, a guy named Alan, mm-hmm. who is a throwback, like Barbie deep cut character. So the fact that like Alan is already in the mix and like that was his like poster is like Michael Sarah as Alan. That kind of like throws a wrench into my theory. Unless everyone in the world is a Barbie and a Ken, except for Alan. I don't know. That's just, I'm mm. throwing that out there. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's a good general theory. Um, just about like, yeah, finding individuality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess I hadn't really thought about, I hadn't really put much thought into it. I was sort of just, gonna go in and just see see where it took me but you're just you're just going for the vibes yeah me man i'm i'm just here for the kenergy i'm barbie pilled over here i'm i'm all i'm all i'm all pilled up yeah but no i i like your theory i'll I'll subscribe to your theory okay fuck yeah uh, unless it's wrong and and then i'll uh i'll backtrack (laughs) on the podcast yeah you'll cast me out you cancel me yeah yeah all right um yeah, I the only other trailers that I should have sent you, but I didn't. We can talk about those whenever we decide to. Of course, um, across the Spider Verse, featuring uh, the Short King Oscar Isaac as Spider Man twenty ninety nine Miguel Ojeda. Oh, um, are you familiar with that Spider Man? No, er. news to me. Yeah, it's from a Marvel um, like little thing they did where 
<clears throat> they just time jumped to it was I think it was in like 1998 or the year 2000 or something like that. Um, they decided, oh, let's see where our where these characters or where this world is 100 years in the future. Hmm. So they did Marvel 2099. Hmm. So, um, yeah, Oscar Isaac is playing the 2099 Spider-Man, Miguel O'Hara. So and it looks like he's the villain, question mark. Oh. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but also. Mission Impossible. The boy Tommy C can't be stopped. He is back at it again, jumping out of helicopters, doing wild shit. Haley Atwell's in this one. It is I, what it is. I mean, yeah, I'm, he's, I'm he's got Xenu on his side. Yeah, he can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I do you think he survives all this? Xenu. All these stunts. Yeah, Xenu. Um, fucking diegetics or diametric, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. I think, um, God, I don't know if I saw the last Mission Impossible. I think I might have missed one. I recently two. watched them all. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure the last one is the one with Henry Cavill cocking his arms. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, I watched that one and whew. man, they're 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 so they're they're of they're fucking Mission Impossible movies. I don't know. Yeah. Like they used to be one thing and then they morphed it. It's like Fast and Furious, you know, um, where it used to be one thing and now it's this. And Nathaniel, you still have not watched Fast 9. No, I'll catch up with it. Oh, my God. For sure, Nathaniel. I will. Okay, but can we go see Fast 10 together? Yeah. That was the whole thing. Okay, then you need to watch well, Fast it, 9. When does it come out? You just watch a trailer. What do you mean? When does oh, it come I out? Didn't, I turned it off before that. Before it got oh to the date. Oh my god! <laughs> before it got to the end of the, the <laughs> two and a half minute trailer, you're like, I see. <laughs> yeah, I I got it. I got it. Well, when does it come out? Um, uh, you're you're putting me on the spot. I actually don't know when it comes out because mm. I didn't like rewatch these trailers. But now I'm I'm All speeding right, to the see. end of the trailer. Fast, well, I got my computer here. Let's see, Fast X. Oh. Got your, wait, your iMac or May your, your gaming computer? 19th. Ooh, May 19th. Okay. Not going to timestamp that, but that gives us almost three weeks. Oh my God. It's a lot of, a lot of work. I'll figure it out. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah. You got to watch a movie. Oh God. Okay. Well, fast, hmm. fast X. Um, yeah, I man. don't think the trailer Jason looks that interesting. Mamela. I just got to say, hmm. it doesn't look that intriguing to me. I don't really care for Jason Momoa personally. Oh, I'm not a big fan of Jason either, but. And I feel like the conceit of like, we already talked about it once before, I think on mm. some podcast, but just like the idea that he's just some random ass character from like five movies ago. <laughs> who just survived yeah. and like now he's back i'm just like okay this is the best you could do i don't know we'll see yeah no i'm not mad and it's like it's um, 10 this is x yeah. this is the one yeah. this is the one that i had predicted they were going to go to hell finally but it doesn't look like that's going to happen <laughs> we don't know like they're working Nathaniel? with they're working with like top secret agencies surely kurt russell's got a fucking portal to the underworld a doorway to hell yeah um I don't know that he's in this one. Oof. What a loss. Yeah, Mr. Nobody. I know. I know. 
He's the best. Um, hmm. Another conservative guy in Hollywood. Kurt? Yeah. He's a little bit. No. Yeah, he's a little bit. No. Yeah, he's a little conservative. I'm going to look that up. I don't believe that. I think he's like a normal conservative guy. I don't think he's like that crazy. Maybe he is. Though. He was living know. in sin with Goldie Hawn for years. That doesn't make sense. It's Kurt Russell. Damn. Still alive? That's dark. All right. What are you, what are you finding? Oh, I mean, first thing that came up on um, Ask Jeeves was <laughs> Kurt Russell defends his conservative statement. Oh, that could mean a lot of things. Oh, well, I found them and I found libertarianism. Yikes. He's a libertarian. The only thing I know about libertarians is they don't believe in taxes and they can tell you the age of consent laws in every state. Um, uh, yeah, I still feel like I'd take a libertarian over like a ultra right wing, like ma- like MAGA person probably hmm. yeah there are degrees if i had to choose i don't know and i do have to choose hmm. right now i'll choose kurt russell <laughs> over fucking sure the oc girl mm, good point good point yeah yeah no kurt russell i mean he made big big trouble like oh my god classic it's legendary he's goaded and the thing Ooh. you get a lifetime pass for those two yes yes Facts. All right. Um, shit. Are we talking TV? Yeah. I mean, do you want to? You said TV you said, talk. You said you had a a Barry. You want to ask talking me something about TV. Barry? Season well, four. Well, I wanted to say that for the end. Like, I oh, wanted okay. to say, like succession okay, is succession. one thing, but Barry is another. Yeah. Let's go succession first. <sighs> How are you feeling, season four, baby? Um. Yeah, obviously we're spoiling all this, right? Yeah, look, here's what you got to know when you enter the pop culture uh, wasteland that we are currently in. Mm -hmm. Spoilers for all this shit. Yeah. All right. If you don't want to hear spoilers, maybe (laughs) wait until you watch the shit that we talk about before you listen. And we will give you a heads up before we spoil anything. Yeah. Like we're going to talk about Succession now and we're going to spoil some shit. Mm -hmm. So maybe... uh, Mm You know, tap back in after you're done. Yeah. All right. So, so, yikes. Yeah. So, when this season started, knowing full well that this is the final season, uh-huh. the first two episodes, just like everything that was machinating, I was like, how? Machinating. I was like, how? Something just didn't feel right. I'm like, there, there's two. Like the, the the core of this show is supposed to be the titular succession. Like th- this is like mm-hmm. it's about the kid. It's about the family struggle and all these like orbiters for uh, Waystar Royco and everyone just yeah, felt shocking for power. Everyone felt so scattered, and I'm like, how is this all gonna like reconvene into one thing? And then, like a fucking light bulb goes off a tragic light bulb in season three and i'm like this like the shock of it initially was like you said a tragic light bulb in season three what are we talking about sorry episode three 
Oh, episode three. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything that transpires in episode three, like in the moment, it's shocking. And I didn't even believe, I, I thought it was fake for like half of it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so did my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. But once it was oh, in the aftermath, I was like, this makes perfect sense. Like this is going, oh, yeah. like without Logan in the picture, this is going to get everyone back in the same position. Well, I mean, this is something, I mean, I found out listening to a number of podcasts about succession, but essentially that's what the initial idea for this show was, is Logan Roy was going to die in the pilot. Uh, and it would it would have been the it would have been everyone like how they are right now, but in season one. So hmm. but yeah, once they started shooting and like writing, they were like, nah, nah, nah. We gotta keep we gotta keep Logan Roy on for a little bit. We we gotta build this up. So Yeah, yeah. geez. That would be <laughs> that'd be wild. You don't I feel like you don't just hire Brian Cox for half an episode. I feel like you do. That's exactly why you do that. That subverts everything. Like we would, if like, like Brian Cox has done tremendous work on succession, like great stuff. But I also feel like we'd be talking about him had he done like a great pilot episode for like two thirds of an episode and then like just falls over or does a few episodes and then dies. Yeah, maybe, like, but I just like when we when I think about it, it's just when I think about succession up to this point, it's just like all the major characters are so manipulated and pushed around yeah. by Logan that I'm just like I I have like especially just fucking Kendall's ups and downs. I'm like, I, I don't know sure. what yeah. he looks like. Um, I, I mean, we're seeing right now, I guess, what he looks like. Yeah, that without. Yeah, him, I but, see what you're saying. You don't see, you don't see it long term what this show would have been. But and maybe that was foresight from uh, Jesse Armstrong. Maybe he knew, like, mm -hmm. this isn't tenable if I write it this way. This isn't mm -hmm. like. This doesn't bear fruit if I kill off the father now and then have these kids spiraling out. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe he kept Brian Cox on and like kept Logan Roy in the mix specifically because, I mean, while the show is titled Succession and eventually there would need to be the succession of power, it didn't need to be in the first act, but the final act. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah that's but what we're seeing right now. But yeah, just to linger on episode three, I mean, like, I, I, I love that it happened this way. Yeah. Um, that it, Same. that, cause yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I just like didn't, I thought it was a power play by Tom just cause like just the, the choice to not show Logan at all for like, yeah, not ever, but like you see him his body kind of towards the end, yeah, but like you never see his face though. No. And, and like for a while it was like frustrating in the moment. Cause I'm like, why is no one speaking in definitive terms here? Cause I need to know like what's going on. But then I'm like, this is so, this feels well, so true uh, to life that like 
everyone yeah, would be afraid would, to everyone everyone is like terrified to make a decision uh i was i was watching this with my girlfriend and she was skeptical and she's like i don't know like are you believing this i'm like yeah like i'm i'm watching it and i'm the way tom is speaking in like these hushed tones and using kid gloves with all the siblings and everything i was like uh I mean, this is in the previous iteration of the podcast, but I talked about how I lost my brother and I received a phone call very much like Kindle did. And I didn't react. I didn't react the same way that Kindle did. I kind of reacted the way Roman did, where it was just disbelief and sort of just like, well, we don't know anything like anything could be happening right now. Yeah. It, we. I, I remember my mom called me and she let me know and I was like, okay and i was like but you don't know like you're you're not sure and she was like well no but and i was like okay then like i even talked her into it i was like yeah i was like yo we don't know anything maybe he just left his phone off or he's like playing basketball somewhere we'll get a hold of him it'll be fine it's cool like i was i was in this like weird denial and then much like roman where at the end of it everyone's just like He's gone. Uh, I sort of, I read like my mom, I leave my phone on silent because I'm a millennial and that's just what we do. Mm -hmm. So I was up late watching an anime for uh, Wasteland anime back in the day. Shout out, rest in peace. And I just happened to look at my phone and I saw that I had a missed uh, call from my mom and a text. And I was like, oh, she's calling and texting me early because my birthday is coming up. And then I read it and I was like, oh shit. And then after we'd spoken and then I read the text again, that's when it hit me much like Roman at the end where he's sort of just like, fuck, this is real. I had to accept that same thing. So episode three was like the realest thing. I was mm -hmm. like, yo, this, this is exactly what it's like where you're in this sort of holding pattern where you, you have no idea what's happening but someone that you love very deeply is maybe gone or they're maybe on the way out, but you might like it. Yeah. There's all this, like all these questions surrounding it. Yeah. It's good shit. Yeah. And it's perfect in the sense that like you have both parties utterly stranded. Like you have one party on a boat yeah. and one party yeah. on a fucking and the other, plane like, in the air. And, and yeah. like, I especially love the scene towards the end ish with Ken once like he goes out kind of outside and he's sort of by himself and he's just like mm. making these demands. Like we got to get these doctors and do this and that. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and whoever he's talking to is just like, like, Oh, it was Frank. Or yeah, Frank. But you know, Ken is just yeah. like, desperately trying to wield his power, but just oh, knowing that there's like any, absolutely yeah. nothing that can be it's done. Futile. Yeah. It's just like, man. Yeah. I mean, what a wild, wild episode. Um, yeah. It's good stuff. Twitter um, was a blaze for that week. Shit, after. Who are you telling? I mean, like that night and the days following were just a minefield. I felt so bad for everyone had they like if they hadn't watched. Oh, my God. Just having to like get around like the fact that 
uh, the AV Club, I think, posted uh, an obituary for Logan Roy. <laughs> yeah. And Connor was actually trending. And I hadn't, wa- I hadn't watched the episode yet, but I saw it said, like, of course, this happens during during a wedding episode of Succession. Like, the shit always, like, the, the wedding episodes of Succession are always, like, lit. And I was like, fuck. And then I saw um, Connor trending. I thought he might have committed suicide. I didn't know what to think. And yeah, I watched the episode and Logan is on his back and everyone's circling mm-hmm. and dealing yeah. with the fact that he's dying or dead on the plane. And it's just, it's a lot. But I feel like ever since he died we ever since we said goodbye to brian cox it's just been just like open season on like fucking watch me work like kieran culkin oh yeah uh, sarah snook um jeremy strong they're all just out here fucking dominating the screen yeah giving us nothing but bars like they are acting their fucking asses off same goes for the elder statesman jerry frank uh carl yeah even uh what's her tits uh didn't mean to say what's her tits but you know who i'm talking about carolina carolina um jess you know um kendall's right hand lady like they're yeah Alexander Skarsgård is Matson. Like I have never wanted to punch a motherfucker in the face more, <laughs> except for Teddy McDonald, which mm. you know we alluded yeah. to earlier. But yeah, Matson, Jesus Christ, yeah. like he is insufferable. Uh, and watching all of these characters, and I'm I'm having to remind myself as I watch these episodes. Each episode in season four is a day. I heard that. Yeah. So the fact that like they're flying to all these places, having to do all these deals and have these meetings and get up on stage literal days after their father has died Mm -hmm. and like convey that they are like savvy enough and just they've got the juice to like continue this dynasty is completely bonkers to me the fact i mean we talked we didn't talk about it but um in this latest episode shiv the thing that like took me out and really floored me the most was the fact that she was scheduling her grief she had appointments and rooms set aside for her to go cry because things were too busy in her life and there's so much going on that the only time that she would allow herself to like break down and really feel were like little 20 minute segments spread out through the day. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I mean, just the journey, this like short journey since Logan died and these just like few days after just like, cause like this, like Logan was the problem character for like everyone in so many ways and now that Uh he's gone just seeing just an utter 
lack of processing or healing for anyone. Like everyone is just feels like they're falling deeper into this like pit, like just to see like they, they I, I'm pretty sure it was like almost maybe not a one-to-one, but just like in the episode after Ken was made CEO again, where he's like literally oh. being driven to work with like the, whatever like rap song playing in the car. I'm like, this is episode yeah. one. Like this is, we're back to just yeah. Ken season one and, uh, and fucking, um, yeah, like Shiv, everything you said and, uh, Roman just like, someone someone's got to save roman he's like my boy he is spiraling hard get him some like just he's just lashing out yeah every scene with him is just like it's like lashing out but then like underneath that is like 20 layers of just fear and like uncertainty and just like ah oh, I, I don't even know what the fuck is like it's like it's fucking tragic i don't know yeah i I don't know. I I, I just saw t- earlier today that the finale is apparently an hour and a half. Ooh wee! Feature length succession. Let's get it. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, <sighs> this doesn't happen very often. Where there's like a you know when a show ends. Uh, you know, so it's like, I, I'm just like, yeah. I'm, I'm, what do you mean? What? Like, you know, a, a series finale. I don't know. A lot of shows get canceled. I feel like. I mean, I just went through this with Snowfalls. Yeah, so. well, that's one. I, Name 10 other. Like great shows that get a finale. Mad Men. No, Breaking we're not Bad, talking about the, the classic. The Sopranos. <laughs> oh, that, that, <laughs> no, you can't talk about true. the classics. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. Um yeah, just I, like, I hear you. Though. I'm just yeah. trying to feel they're going out on top. They're, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's more what I mean. But like, there was still like plenty of story you could have told. I maybe I guess I don't know. Nah, but it's, I, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's always good to no, no, go no. out. No, I'm definitely here for it. Like four seasons, yeah. it's like a nice solid number. No chance for anyone to like sort of like sort of sour on the premise. Everyone still loves or hates to love these characters. And yeah, they're, I mean, they're leaving while people still could ingest more. Like everyone who watches television for the most part, they will put up with so much shit before they finally like throw their hands up and like walk away. Like The Walking Dead is on three <laughs> spinoffs and season 19 or some shit right now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess the other thing too with like big drama series that conclude is like you play that game in your head to like really boil it down. Not that it has to hit one or the other of this, hmm. but you kind of play that game of like, okay, are we going to, is this going to be like full on tragedy mode? where like everyone's just in a terrible place and you're just like, fuck man. Or Mm. is there some glimmer of, of hope for any of these characters or is it just doom? Like just these characters are going to be miserable for the rest of their lives kind of thing. 
Um, I don't know. I, I don't really know if I have a strong opinion yet. Huh. I guess. I guess we'll see. I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, season four has been incredible. Fucking Ken giving his presentation in the fucking bomber jacket. <laughs> Yo, I I thought he was going to lose it. Big shoes, big, big shoes, big <laughs> shoes. Yeah, and I he, was like, no, he's he, short circuiting. He pulled yeah. it off. He threw out some fucking tech yuppie bullshit jargon to get everyone wet. And it worked like every moment that I watched Ken in that last episode um, where he's like on the stage. Look, I want a full house built uh, clouds in <laughs> the, the clouds, sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he oh. was just he was so he was very much. Season one and season three, Kendall. And then even with like yeah. a little hint of season two, when Roman like backed away from them going on stage together and was like, oh, you got this. Like, don't even worry about it. He felt like like watching him. He felt like like this little boy who just wouldn't ever be enough for anyone yeah. and could never get it right. And then as he's on stage, as he's stammering and stumbling, he finds his footing he sets himself up and he starts like winning some, some trust with the people in that room. Like he's building a foundation. It's wild to see. Mm -hmm. Then he does that interview afterwards and they bring up the fact that Matson is tweeting some fucking Hitler jargon and he maneuvers that. Yeah. You know, like it's all this like, you see Kendall, he said it himself. He's he's walking like a razor thin tightrope or something. And he's like hyped up about it. And people are like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, this is his new drug. And it sucks because you know there's going to be a crash. There has to be some type of fall. But right now, he's, he's sort of killing it. Like not 100%, but in these new ways that we never thought like Kendall was really capable of before. Mm -hmm. Now that his father is not in the picture, we're seeing a new capable Kendall. Yeah. 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 I mean, things are, well, they're going okay for him, but inside, I don't know. I mean, that last scene, he seemed pretty, I was like a version of tri no. triumph. No, you, oh, okay, okay. I thought you were going to say it was a version of him, like, face down in the pool. From No, no, no. Uh, like, okay. I, I just, yeah, no, like, that was, I felt like that was him winning. That was, yeah, like no, him. Yeah. I say a version of triumph because, like, clearly it it is a triumph, but, uh, like, I, I don't think it's a triumph of, like, a perfect, like, a healed human being no. like it no it, no it's a it's a triumph with like 18 layers of <laughs> uh caveats of caveats yeah so especially considering like he was telling that finance guy like he's like okay so like maybe if we did this then possibly the numbers could be this the finance guy was just like 
I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And he was like, no, yes, say it is. <laughs> and Carl, like, taking Kendall aside and is like, don't fuck me, boy. Like, yeah, where'd Carl come from? Carl, Carl's just been like laying low, and now that fucking Logan's dead, he ain't taking no more shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman, how are we feeling about Roman? I mean, I gave some thoughts on him. Uh, I, I, I feel like I'm the most. I feel like I'm probably the most worried about Roman. Hmm. I, I'd agree with that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like he just. I I don't know because like all, th- all three of the main, uh, siblings like, Ken is like in the moment he's on top. I'm sure there's going to be a crash and burn and we've seen how low it can get for Ken. So Mm. I have to keep that in mind. But right now he's like on a trajectory of positivity, quote unquote positivity. (laughs) Shiv, it's like she's reconvening with Tom. She like, they had that conversation about like, Ooh, they played bitey bitey and and he's like would you live with me out in a fucking like trailer park kind of thing like mm. i i don't know like i feel like there could be some twisted glimmer of hope with those two like outside of this world but with roman he's like the only sibling right now where i'm just like what does he have like with mm. without logan especially like I just feel like he's lost the most lost at sea right yeah, now. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Especially what we witnessed in this episode where he was lashing out, firing everyone who like looked at him sideways, basically, and didn't yeah. stroke his ego, you know? Yeah, and especially Jerry, of all people. Yeah. Doing that to her was rough well was it though because she was already going to be fired at the start of the season yeah but just his because like those were two very different firing scenes you know because he had to do yeah he had to do both of them and just his like the first one was like oh i really don't want to do this like i'm sorry and like basically not doing no, it no no what the first no. one on the boat no oh that one okay i thought you were talking about the first firing scene in this episode. No, no, no. Where I'm talking, talking about with Jerry, the two, the two Jerry yeah, firing scenes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, he was way more timid with the first one. Like, ah, this sucks. I'm really uncomfortable. No, you're, you're definitely right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, but yeah, scared for Roman. All right. We chat in Barry. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's chat Barry. All right, what's the what's the thing? Time jump. Yeah, I knew that's what it was going to be. It's obvious. Um, Is it obvious? We've yeah, I think been so. having visions of different things I know. Well, here and there. I know. Like I, yeah. Obviously, my girlfriend and I were not debating it because I don't think either of us are falling on one side or the other, but we definitely were talking about the possibility of like, how real is this? Because mm-hmm. Barry is clearly 
like beyond a manic state. Like I don't even know what you'd call it, but he's clearly unwell. A lot of the show is told through his perspective. We've already seen him hallucinating, like remembering visions of the past. Like, I don't know how trustworthy his mind is. Um, And the fact that in Barry in general, we're not always getting a hundred percent vision of reality. So I think it's True. I think it's totally fair to call into question the legitimacy of the time jump, but mm. I do think it was really well done just in terms of like you know setting up the red herring or whatever of like early on in season 4 seeing the flashbacks of himself as a kid out in a big open field. And then to have that be here and you got this kid talking about Call of Duty and I'm like, what? Like initially I was like, how the, I was like so confused. And then obviously he called him a different name and yeah, I mean, obviously with, um, you know, that supposed time jump coming right after um, Barry showing up at Sally's house. Mm in like a terrifying shot that was like one of the (laughs) scariest things i've ever seen uh just like her dark bedroom yeah and barry just emerging yeah um but her agreeing like i kind of assumed that was real i don't know oh yeah i assumed that was real yeah And, and especially since we got like the third party perspective of um I'm blanking on his name, but the father of mm-hmm. what was your name? Janice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the father of Janice, like being outside witnessing Sally coming home. I'm like, okay, clearly this is happening. Yeah. And we saw Sally be like that reaction of saying like, okay, let's go. Like it's not impossible for me to believe that she would want that. Yeah, no, I'm not calling into question anything like that. My main thing was just like, what were your thoughts on the supposed time jump? Like, did you think it was real? I, yeah, yada, I, I'm yada, not, yada. I can't like, I feel like I can't say definitively. I Like, I'm not totally convinced that it's real. I can tell you definitively. How? I listened to a podcast with Bill Hader. Oh, and he just said it was real? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, that's fun for you. What do you well, mean what did fun you, for What me? did you think before that then? How can you, can you bring that to I didn't think the- it was real. I was sitting with my girlfriend. We were watching it. And she looked at me and she's like, holy shit. I was like, I mean, okay, yeah, it's not real. We've seen several instances of both Barry envisioning his future with Sally and remembering the past of what happened and I've all these other things. Like we've seen like these little vignettes, these little weird interstitial moments. And yeah. I was just like, that was just what Barry, like in that moment where Sally says, okay, let's go. And then it goes to that thing. I just thought like in Barry's heart of heart, heart of hearts or whatever, when he's thinking like, okay, this is it. We're running away together. Then he's thinking maybe someday we'll have a kid. Yeah. That kid will grow up and you know, maybe he'll get into a little fight and I'll go talk to him. Like, that's what I thought. Yeah. I, 
I'm honestly surprised that he would say that because like clearly the episode does not make it. It's not a definitive statement in the show, in my mind, given mm-hmm. everything you just said in your, mm-hmm. in your initial skepticism of it. So I just find that weird that Bill Hader would go out publicly and just be like, oh yeah, no, it was definitely real. I'm like, well, you didn't set that, you didn't set it up for it to be perceived as, oh yeah, it's definitely real in the show. So it feels weird to me that you would, uh, you would confirm that on some podcast. That's kind of weird to me. Well, it wasn't like some podcast. It was a prestige television podcast. Well, I don't care. I, any podcast. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but, just, just like, I, I just feel like in... You know what, Bill? If you want to reveal anything on Wasteland oh, yeah, Pop we'll Culture take, Podcast, we'll take feel welcome. You got. But in general, yeah. I just feel like in storytelling, it's like my sort of philosophy on it is like, if something is not clear enough, like if you've intentionally made something not clear enough, that's like the intention of it. So I feel like to make something ambiguous in your work and then to come out afterwards and be like, oh no, this was definitely but that's what the thing. I Maybe meant. it wasn't like ambiguous because I thought it was, but my girlfriend clear she saw it and she was like, well, but that oh okay, so they time jump. But that makes it ambiguous is like people have their interpretation of what it is. Ooh. And I, I think from there's like, you can't convince me otherwise that they put in these fucking video, like Barry is insane. Right. Like, right. I mean, as a character and he's like clearly hallucinate. We, like, we've seen him hallucinate things. We're seeing these like flashbacks and you're mixing true, that with true. Like, I just don't think there's any way that I'm convinced that, Everything Barry has done as a show up until this point leads into that uh, flash forward to be like, this is, of course it's reality. Of course there's no question to this. Like, I feel like there's definitely, it's presented in the show as it being a questionable thing to me. Mm -hmm. But, um, uh, but I mean, it's certainly exciting to know it's real because it's just like how the fuck, like what does this mean for the rest of the, uh, yeah, the series? Like, is it all going to take, like assuming it's real, which I guess it is like, is the rest of the season going to be set in the future? Or is this just like a weird one-off moment? No, I'm uh, based on the podcast I listened to. Uh, Bill Hader was saying, like, while they were breaking season four, he said, also, the first thing they shot was, uh, like, of the season, the first thing they shot was Bill Hader coming out of the darkness of Sally's apartment. Yeah. Uh, But he was saying that um, as they were coming up with stuff, he was like, okay, so, yeah. We're trying to figure out like what happens after Barry comes out of the darkness and Sally agrees to go with him. And he's like, really? And people are like, okay, well, we got to see them like on the run and like doing all this stuff and getting out of the apartment and Barry or not Barry, but Bill Hader was just like, why? Like, I just want to see them. Like, I know that she agrees to go with him and in that they are together. So let's just see what happens next. So that's when they just came up with, 
Yeah. And then we're just eight years later. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I still have questions of like, if, if that's truly the, the last we're seeing of the quote unquote present day, um, well, I'd have to wonder what else is there to see. I mean, Barry Berkman goes on the run. He's on the loose. He's just, he vanishes. Sally and Barry, they start their lives over, like, doing this. I mean, eventually, everything's going to come home to roost. You know, like, Sally wanted to live a life as an actress, and Barry discovered that he wanted to be an actor and everything, but... As it turns out, now they're, quote unquote, on the run. And while they're living these different lives, they're still putting on performances. So in a way, they get to live out exactly what they've always wanted, while also circumventing what they thought they wanted. Because this season... They are famous. They are known. People are whispering about Sally and pointing at her when she's like at the coffee shop or wherever at the airport with her mom. Barry walks in the prison. All eyes are on him. <clears throat> Guards are like acquiescing to him. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they are famous. They are infamous. And they got a taste of it and realized how much they hated it. So now here we are eight years later where they're living in some home in a field and they have a kid. Yeah. I mean, I think there's plenty of, I, I, I think it's totally valid to just skip ahead eight years, but I feel like there's plenty of irons in the fire. Like you to say that, like, well, what's really going on in the present day? I mean, I feel like there's plenty. Sure. There's plenty going on in the present day. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, sad that they're going to skip over all of it. I don't, mm-hmm. that's fine, but I still think there's plenty of characters and things that are like unknown and up in the air. Mm. Um, But, but like if it's going to be a thing of like, it's eight years later, they're in the middle of nowhere. And like all these people are going to like suddenly show up feels weird to me. I get that. <clears throat> I don't know that like, that's what happens, but I think maybe it's their little house of cards starts to fall. That type of thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm watching uh, the the playback of the flash forward and that kid when he opens like Barry and Sally's kid when he opens the fridge. The only thing in the refrigerator is like beer and champagne and a donut with a bite taken out of it. Like there's Mm. nothing else in the refrigerator. I don't know. There's the fact that like they live in this house in the middle of a field, nothing anywhere around them. There's all these little things about this, like this eight years later jump that it makes me wonder like what, what story are they going to tell now? Like Mm -hmm. what else I don't know. So I'm into it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in general, Barry and Bill Hader, just his sensibilities seem to be like 
not so tied to like any sort of traditionally satisfying narrative beats, which I think is really exciting. So, I mean, I could totally see just nothing ever happening again. Like the, like we're just seeing like their sort of mundane existence for the rest of the, the rest of the series. Like, I don't know. I I could see that as a possibility. I'm not convinced that's going to happen or anything, but like, I'm just so, I guess I'm not totally convinced that Bill Hader's like, oh, there's got to be some like big shootout where you got like everyone showing up to the little house on the prairie and like. No, I would, no, not that, but just based on these interviews he's done, um, I would say that he is more in the camp that Barry has to be punished for what he's done. Like Barry is not a good dude. None of these people are quote unquote good people, but Barry is a murderer. So you can't let that slide. Like he, that's the energy he's giving in all of these interviews that he's done for these podcasts Mm. where he's like talking about Noho Hank and Barry and Fuchs and um, Lieutenant Moss, Janice's father, all these guys who do questionable things, do um, things that like, maybe bend like in the gray area or whatnot, but he's, he's pretty resolute in the fact like Barry is a murderer and therefore like, well, he he's obviously a murderer and also, huh? I mean, he, yeah, he's, he's obviously a murderer. Yeah. There's that. And then he's not like a good person and he's delusional and he's selfish. Like Bill Hader does not like Barry. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe I get when he's talking about the character. He's like, mm-hmm. no, the character is a piece of shit, but yeah. we sympathize with him because X, Y, and Z, but I'm still trying to get like the audience to like, not love Barry and they still love Barry. So it's a struggle, but yeah, I, Oh, I'm surprised if he ever thought that, like, I I think traditionally as audiences, it's been proven that whoever is your main character, for the most part, people are going to latch on to. Like, there's truly on paper, nothing likable about like Walter White, for example, who's the- Or Tony Soprano. Or Tony Soprano. Like, but- people like there's just no getting around it you can have them do anything in the world and no one's really going to turn on them Um, yeah because it's wish fulfillment at the end of the day while we watch these anti-heroes we wish we could live this way we wish we could make the um brash and bold moves that they do mm -hmm. while living a life that you know is not necessarily respectable but no one's going to come at you and talk to you sideways about it because you're powerful we all wish we could do these things Mm -hmm. but we can't so we watch television where these people do Mm -hmm. i guess i would say based on what you just said about bill Hader seeming um hell-bent on punishing barry i i feel like i would be I, there, there's something like that. I don't like a character getting punished could mean a lot of different things. So 
I, you know, I'm going to leave it open to whatever that turns out to be, but there's something generally about Barry being quote unquote punished that doesn't make me feel that excited because it's like obvious. Um, I, I would be, yeah, my, my disappointment is going to come down to what that looks like. Like, well, like him okay. just dying is not going to be satisfying no, to me. No, but okay, let me say this. Like, when I said that about Bill Hader saying, like, Barry is a bad dude, he's not good, blah, blah, blah. It was more in the sense that, I mean, you remember all the discourse online about Sally in seasons two and three, where people were like, oh, Jesus, she's the fucking worst. Mm-hmm. Like, God. And no one liked her and all this stuff. And Bill Hader was just like, okay, but Barry kills people. Like he's a bad person. Sally's just like vain and shallow, but Barry murders people. Like there's like, where's the disconnect here? What? And that's where he sort of started pushing it to where like Barry did more morally reprehensible things. And there's all this gray area and whatnot. And I, I'm here with you and I, I, I see exactly what you're saying. Viewers believe in their main characters. They sympathize with them. They're like, ah, I, not, not my Barry, think, all that shit. I, th- I think a big part of it too is I think the reason that someone would hate a character like Sally and mm. not Barry, and it's the same for Don Draper. It's the same for Walter White and Tony Soprano. All these people are insanely good at at least mm. one thing. Yeah. Barry, yeah, 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 Barry yeah. might not be very good at acting or whatever, but like he's yeah, he's but an, he can kill a motherfucker like nobody. He, he's business. like an unkillable genius hitman, Machine. basically. Yeah, uh, like Don Draper does all these terrible things, but he's like the best ad man around. Tony Soprano, he's like this ultra alpha male, like he outmaneuvers all these people in th- this world that he's in. Walter White's like clearly this genius guy. What? Franklin Saint. Sure. Is, yeah, of course. Uh, a budding genius and he sees, he can get to the bottom line and he knows how to make people work for him and with him. Yeah. So, so yeah. But like Sally, on the other hand, I think the reason people don't like her is like, she's not only this like selfish, you know, whatever all the, list of things that you mentioned and everything, but she's not particular. Like she doesn't have that thing, you know, like what's her like experts, like incredible. uh, According. I mean, Bill Hader, he says like, she is good at acting. Like that's her thing. And that's actually supposed to be hinted at in this latest episode where she has that moment where she tries to steal the role from the, woman that she's like the acting coach for but bill Hader, like as he's writing this and telling the story it's the whole thing where like sally is a great actress but for whatever reason not quote unquote for whatever reason but for the reasons that happened in like season three and whatnot and because of who she dated and barry and everything it's not happening for her the way that she thought it should and the way mm-hmm. that other people thought it should and bill Hader talked about coming to la and like coming up with all these different actors and you'll see them and stuff and you'll be like holy shit they're about to like that guy is about to do like 
all the things. And then you'll see them six months later as a cater waiter at an event where you're like a recurring guest star or something like that. And it's no detriment to any of those actors, but that's just Hollywood where a person is like on the come up and everything is working for them, Mm -hmm. but it all comes down to luck. And depending on who they were in the room with in that audition, that person may not have liked them or they like the person right before them, or they've got a cousin in mind that they owe a favor to or something. It all boils down to luck. Bill Hader said in this interview that he understands that if Jimmy Fallon hadn't left SNL the year prior, Lauren Michaels wouldn't be looking for someone to do impressions. And he wouldn't be where he is today, which is nuts to think about because in no, like, even though they're both like, tall brown haired comedian dudes. I don't think of Jimmy Fallon and Bill Hader in the same sphere Mm-mm. at all, but he very much puts it as like, and I don't even think of Jimmy Fallon as an impressionist, even though he did plenty of impressions on SNL. I never think of him as an impressionist, but the fact that Bill Hader, like he can, he can pinpoint that down to like, this is when I got my big break is when I got SNL. And had Fallon not left, they wouldn't have been looking for another tall, brown-haired, white dude who did this specific thing. And because I do this specific thing, I'm able to like parlay that into this, into that, into this. All that to say, like he's built up this resume and he is this great character. And I feel like when we're watching Barry, we're thinking Bill Hader. When we watch Sally on Barry, we're thinking of Sally because we don't know her. You know what I'm saying? Like, She's just the character that's been created for the show. Unfortunately, Bill Hader is all the things that Bill Hader is while we watch Barry. You know, he doesn't get to, yeah, but he doesn't get to disappear in that role. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely true, but I still think, I still think the general core thing about the Barry character is true for those other series that we mentioned where yeah they like John no, Ham yeah. no one had any John Ham baggage coming in like no one knew who the fuck he was true uh and true. The, kind of the same with um James Gandolfini Gandolfini yeah, yeah um but yeah i mean again the thing with Sally is like she is definitely a really talented actress and everything you said that Bill Hader said it totally makes sense um, well, Bill and I said, yeah, yeah, you both said it. It's but, not that, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. it's just sort of the thing of like you're competent in something, but like you're never winning. Basically, I still Ooh. think there's like, I mean, because like all these like main character people from these shows that we keep mentioning, it's like they have their mo- they have their moments where their backs up against the wall, but they yeah. but they use it to triumph in incredible ways. And it's like this push and pull, but with Sally or it's like hard when you have any character in a show who's not the main character when they're just talented, but just losing and <laughs> losing and losing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you can't have them outshine your titular character. Yeah. Cause then you're wondering why the show isn't titled after them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for me, it, Sally is definitely a frustrating character, but I mean, I also recognize that hate women. I, but yeah. I also recognize that Barry is like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, I don't know that my uh, criticisms go like lean more in one way or the other, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think going back to my whole thing of just like how, how will the show end? Um, I just, yeah, I, I don't want like a generic punishment. Right. Like right. I think for him, yeah, for him to just like get shot and die, like just seems. See, that's again, bringing it back to snowfall. I would have hated if that were the outcome yeah. for Franklin Saint. Yeah. No generic outcomes over here. No. This was a very and, Shakespearean type shit. Yeah. And I, Bill Hader seems to be a really interesting, um, like writer and filmmaker at this point. Um, so mm-hmm. I am pretty confident that whatever he's got in mind is going to be, um, pretty compelling. So I, I have, I, yeah, I definitely, don't know if we talked about this. Oh, the directed all of season four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- I thought you were going to mention that he's going to be doing his first film as a, no, as a director. No. No, was not aware of that. Oh yeah, it's like I don't think there's any like hard details about it, but yeah, he's gonna do a horror movie. He's doing the next Spider-Man. Oh, okay, horror no. movie. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, but yeah, I think he's like a really interesting. I think he has a really interesting eye and sensibility yeah. for how he's directed certain things in Barry. So I definitely have faith that he's gonna be the next fucking. C- comedian who goes full auteur mm. mode. Yeah. Um, Next Jordan Peele. Yeah. Um, well, I was trying to see if there's any like interesting. Bill Hader wants to take on a horror project along the same lines as Barry after the after it um, concludes. Some random article. Yeah, there's not much. It's just like announced that it's going to happen, I think. So I don't know. Well, I mean, look, we've covered a lot of stuff tonight, mostly Mm -hmm. trailers, a lot of television. But we haven't decided like or we haven't asked if anyone is cooking lately. Oh. And I was wondering, um are you curious like do you have anyone that's on your periphery that may or may not be cooking that you want to bring to the pod like a specific creator person of something or creator person series movie anything Uh, that you feel like uh, may or may not be cooking that I am not aware of, or maybe I'm on the fence about. I don't like anything. Th- well, stuck in your craw. There, there is one other thing that I'm watching right now that I forgot to bring up earlier. I didn't like have the. I didn't have this in mind. I feel like I don't. We've never talked about this. I don't think so. I have no idea if you have seen it or not. But, um, I w- I caught up with the series. This series, um, like a year ago or something. And then a third and I think final season came out uh, and I didn't catch up with it. But now my girlfriend and I went back and rewatched the whole thing and we're almost 
done with this uh, final season, but um, the comedy show Pen15. What? You're asking me if it's cooking? Are you telling me it's cooking? Uh, Are you telling me Pen15 is cooking? Are you bringing that to the program? Uh, well, again, I didn't have stand on. I d- don't be afraid. Stand. I didn't, like talk. talk I didn't to have me about a plan, it. but I I like pen fifteen. That's not. I like. Pen, that's not what it's about. I like pen fifteen. I I I think it's. I think it's cooking. But you, your reaction. I'm. 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 That's what this is about. That's what this is about. It's. You bring something to me that I might not. I, I might be sleeping on it. We've talked about this, Nathaniel. My reaction is never going to be like, oh fuck yeah, let me let me consume some of that because if it were you wouldn't you would need to tell me it's cooking all i'm saying is this it's got three seasons how many episodes do you need me to watch before the next episode so we can talk about it wait but what what was this it seems like you 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 haven't seen it i haven't seen it the girlfriend's seen it friends of ours mutuals they have seen it okay everyone's talking to me about pin 15 they've talked to me it's, yeah i i figured i, I figured I, you were at least aware of it if you hadn't I'm seen i'm always it. aware of it but it, is it yeah. is it one of those because i get this with certain things too is it one of those series where you're like too many people are talking about it and you're apprehensive no no oh, okay. it's not that too many people are talking about it and i'm apprehensive it's that it came out at a time where like a bunch of shit was coming out mm. and I was like, that looks funny and interesting. And I watched the trailer and I, I thought that is funny and interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I just never went back to it. That's all. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, yeah, I watched it like, well, the first two seasons, like in the height of the pandemic, I think. And I just, wow. I like, I like binged it in like a day or two. And I really fell in love with it. Um, and the two main characters who also write it and created it. Um, but it's like, it's that mixed with the obvious, like built in nostalgia of it all. Cause, nostalgia, cause this yeah. is like, uh, this is our, this is our time. Like this is our, I'm aware yeah. uh, thing. So it's like, there's built in bias of course, but, um, I think it's really. Look, I think it's really good. I mean, just check out. I well, I watched. Would it have been nice for you have, to have told uh, me about this? I wasn't thinking about months it ago to tell me that you're into it. Ah, that would have been great. But it's such a short series. Now we got this podcast. It's so sh- podcast, it's so short. You and can, I can ask you like, what's cooking? You can tell me what's cooking, I, and we got this yeah, thing going I th- on. I think Pen Fifteen's cooking for sure. Um, Woo! It's. Uh, you know, they're half hour episodes for seasons 10 eps. And then the, okay. the second two, I think, are seven eps each. Uh, it's it's like a quick, it's breezy. If you're like into it, I feel like they'll go down like smooth. They'll go down smooth. Um, but okay. just no, I, I'll add it to the list. Just watch as many as you want. Watch as many as I want. Well, yeah. I want to have a set number so that way when we like we can have a discussion, we can talk about what I've seen because I don't want to come back mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, oh yeah, that part's good, that part good. But you don't you don't have any specifics. I bring characters up and you're like, oh, I don't remember them. Like oh, I want to do just, this a little like differently. We you know? just we've like just over the past couple of days have been like catching up, so it's all pretty fresh. But. I mean, okay. Oh, look, all I'm saying, okay. all I'm saying is, it's the kind of show where 
if you start it and you're into it, I feel like it would be, you might feel restricted if you're like, oh, I'm only watching three episodes in a, in a whole week. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Like, I, wa- play, like, I will play, watch some. Play it by ear. Let's say like three episodes is like the minimum. And if you text me and you're like, I'm feeling like I want to watch some more, then just, I guess, let me know and I'll come prepared. Well, I mean, you you just binged all of it, right? You yeah. said? Yeah. I, okay. We might finish, right. man, maybe not tonight, but like we might catch up like tomorrow night. But yeah, I mean, we just, we binged it all in like definitely the past couple days. All right. I'll, 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 okay. I'll go with that. Um, so yeah, closing out our show, we're going to check out, see if pin 15 is cooking. Nathaniel swears that it is. He's putting $5 on a barrel, slapping it, staking his claim to pin 15. It's cooking. Uh, quick question as we close out the show. Did you and your lady watch the latest season of Love is Blind? Uh, we did. We should save it for next week, though. Because we're already, we're already stacked. Oh, we're not talking about it yeah. tonight. But you, but I just you, wanted you, to get that answer. You did too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But you, you saw that trailer for uh, the new Ultimatum, right? <laughs> Queer Love or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I'm hyped for that. All I've been waiting for is another season of the Ultimatum. God, the Ultimatum. So this shit. Yeah. So toxic. Yes, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. And lesbians are like A number one for committing too fast and... It's a whole thing. Yeah. So I can't wait for it. I'm hyped. Um, yeah, guys. Wasteland. Pop Culture Podcast. Episode two in the books. Um, thank you all for listening. Nathaniel, do you have anything else you want to say? You have um, um, any GoFundMes or Kickstarters? No, unfortunately. Any change.org petitions? <sighs> a couple change.orgs. It all revolves around... Um, just the state of the world. It's not good. We just got to change. Mm, we got to yeah. we got to change a few things. I think too woke. Yeah, man. Yeah, go sign those, and we'll get this country back on track. Hell yeah! All right, guys. Thank you all for listening. We are out of here. Goodbye.